0: Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jared Moore. Join me today's Damn It Spicy Sausage Boys. Yeah, it's a fucking good episode. 14 of these bad boys. Wow. Can you believe it? 14 the books. We're, We're going to have, have some fun. fun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to another episode of Craft Comics. This is issue episode number 14. What a journey it's been. What a journey it's been. Craft Comics being a weekly comic book and craft beer podcast where we just uh, drink beer and talk
1: Talk about about some comic books. books. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's a great time. I think it's a great show. It's a great show, objectively. Objectively, actually. We are, we're we, capable of that. We,
0: we got a potty, which is an internet podcast award for greatest, <laughs> best new podcast that has, no one listens to yet. Um, yeah, yeah. So they sent that to me in my Gmail address and feeling pretty good about it that. It
1: really fits in with the potties because they're the best new awards program that yes. no one's ever heard of yet. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Dan... Jarrett,
0: we have a big old stack of comic books and some fresh tasty beers do we and want to talk about we've
1: got oh. tums full of some nice hot portillos portillos yeah so i think that makes us ready to do some podcasting some damage. some
0: pro podcasting yeah parts yes yeah i'm trying to put
1: Okay. So you get my plosives. Yep, I got it. It's pretty good, right? That pop, 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 pop,
0: pop, pop, pop filter. It's it's filtering them all out. Jerry,
1: yeah. what's your life? What's your life like right now? What's um, going
0: on? Uh, since we changed up the format of the episode, I forgot how we do this. Do we talk about the beer first? No. No oh okay well in that case my life is going fine
1: i mean i think i don't, I don't know. know we can th- do whatever we want the world is our oyster we make the rules of this world that's right
0: and we make the rules of this podcast so yes. if you're asking me how my life has been i am my life has been just dandy you know my girlfriend got back from portugal yeah got me some fine portuguese wine
1: she Your got me dog some... is no longer freaking out and vomiting every Well, that's... he is vomiting everywhere and i but... think he just does that though yeah, yeah. uh she but got me maybe. some
0: she got me some sardines and she brought home a pastry that she made and it was delightful
1: nice so is that a thing portuguese sardines yeah i think sardines right. are
0: like i don't want to say the food of portugal because <laughs> because uh, it's me. wrong yeah because that's probably where but when i asked her i was like so what? what's their like thing over there what's their thing and she's like sardines and i was like oh are you sure but, yeah, she, she seems to think so.
1: Like like preserved sardines? Like, Bit of both. So they'll do, like, tins? they'll
0: do the, the, she she had some sardines that she said were wigging her out because you just put the whole fish in your mouth, but there's yeah. still bones and stuff in yeah. there. And she was like, ow, 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 ow. Yeah. Uh, she got me a can of them. Okay. Um, but they're all deboned, I guess, when they're in the can. So. Okay. I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared of Have eating you these Have not had things. any I've, canned
1: sardines before? I've never okay. eaten a canned
0: sardine in my life. I don't know what they're going to, I don't know what it is. She said they're real fishy.
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty good. I think yeah. they're very salty and like fishy, salt. and taste a little bit like canned tuna, but not a lot.
0: Okay, I'm so, on it.
1: Yeah, I'm I, on board. I, I think you like it. There's, I I think they're pretty good. There's cool. a reason people put them on. Like, we we actually made some sardine pizza last year, and it was pretty good. Nice. You know, it's just like a salty, briny thing to stick on pizza everyone loves some salty briny things to stick on pizza (laughs) yeah i guess i guess that's probably weird
0: no that's not weird at all i want salt and brine yeah i mean people like olives it's like
1: not too far off it's like what if olives were fish
0: i don't think anyone likes olives i think olives are fucking disgusting
1: anyone who's listening to me right now that likes olives you're full of shit well hey i like olives but i don't like them on pizza
0: you're also full of shit no one likes no one enjoys eating olives bro you're wrong no
1: they taste like i don't know they taste like butthole Jarrett, you got to have some good... You got to go to where the good olives are. Where? Where is Have you been to, I don't know, like Turkey or Greece? No. They have really good olives. Okay. Yeah.
0: I've had some like... Top shelf olives You know what I mean And everyone's like jer, jer, These these olives will change your life bro these, these, And I just eat them, these, them And I'm like This tastes olives. like it just It's so strong And yeah. musty It's like It's like balling up a wad of socks And just like wiping your undercarriage with it And it then leaving it in the corner of your room And then sniffing it
1: It is a weird And an acquired taste I hated olives until I was like 20 And then Yeah I went to Turkey for school And they made us eat them every day And then by the end of it I loved them
0: And by the end of it You loved them
1: Yeah and, but they are weird, though, because it's, like, a vegetable, or I don't know if it's a vegetable, even. A it is a fruit. vegetable. It grows. Okay. It's
0: a fruit that grows on a tree, right? Yeah.
1: Or it's, a, yeah, it it's grows gotta on be a, a tree. Fruit. To, to, it's a, I mean, it is a
0: vegetable. It's a fruit. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> but it's, like, it's clearly not meant to be eaten. They're super hard. <laughs> yeah. And, like, impossible to eat normally, so they have to, like, you know, I don't know, brine them for however long right. it takes so that they are, like... I don't know. Able to be chewed.
0: <laughs> Some wine-drunk Italian man yeah. ate like a, a, a leaf of them that had fallen in the ocean and had yeah. been like being lapped at the waves yeah. for like two weeks, yeah. and was just like, "That's ah, pretty
1: good." Yeah, yeah. So well, they're good for you, Jerry, and they make oh, good oil. They yeah, make good they do oil.
0: make good oil. I will give them that. Yeah, Dan, how has life been for you, Bud?
1: Um, it's been it's been I right. yes, honestly just lasted. This last week, it's been one week, and this last week has just like flown by. I feel like it's Tuesday. I don't know what happened. I think I've just been busy with work or something. I
0: have the opposite problem. I feel like today's a Friday, especially when
1: you're sitting here. I know. Next to me. It is a weird change up. Yeah. We're this doing is a th- Thursday night right now, everybody. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yeah i can't believe it this is weird
1: night thursday night jerry and danny you know we have a a bad luck streak with these late night podcasts that's true except you're not drunk yet so i think we're gonna be fine yeah i think you're probably gonna be i think you're probably
0: right yeah you're gonna be fine dan yeah i'm gonna be fine you're not gonna embarrass yourself on the podcast (laughs)
1: this week jesus christ and hopefully you won't have to like vengefully delete it in a frenzy tomorrow morning
0: Venge- there was no vengeance there just shame <laughs> just pure unbridled <laughs> shame and <laughs> yeah, should we talk true. about this beer that we're sipping on because it's a memer
1: uh yeah it is it is a memer it's so a literal meme it is a literal meme it's not it's not meme beers in the past where we talked about like the fruity pebbles nope this is literally a beer based on a meme called big doinks those big old doinks out in Amish is uh, the phrase used in the in the named meme. In that meme, the aforementioned the meme. aforementioned meme. Yes. So this is from uh, Fair State Brewing Cooperative in okay. Minneapolis, and uh, yeah, it seems kind of cool. I checked out their website because I was like, "What the fuck does a brewing cooperative even look like?" And apparently, it looks pretty similar to any other cooperative. What would you know? But it, you like you pay money. To join it, and Uh you get a share of the dividends, and you get, uh, say, over, like, it's a community governed brewery. The co-op members elect the board they basically elect the people that run the brewery
0: do they pick the beers
1: uh do they pick the names i think they pick the brewers and the brewers pick the beers damn but i don't know man based on this this seems like a fucking crowd sourced i was gonna say for sure (laughs) did
0: the good people of minneapolis pick the name big doinks for us to drink
1: yeah yeah by the way if anyone's unfamiliar with the meme i'm sure if you search big doinks and click the first youtube result it will take you uh to where you need to go and you do need to go there you do need yeah yeah that's a classic meme man it's that, a... that one's from like what year would you say that oh is? god
0: it's from it's from the deep deep annals you know you gotta you gotta dust off the the spider webs yeah it blow the blow the dust off the top of that definitely one. definitely like, college age like 2015 or something mm-hmm. yeah that's that's old ass internet yeah like there are 18 year olds alive right now that have that weren't even alive
1: when that meme came out uh, i don't know if it's that kind of math that, worth, that math
0: checks out absolutely
1: um <laughs> no need to check it you heard no it need to check first. it no need
0: to verify that
1: information no sir we are drinking big doinks, big there's, doinks. there's no amish people here but there is my cat yep uh she's doing that, great Does so she count as a amish person Is no. that where you were going with that no i said
0: there's no amish people here but there's my cat
1: but there's my cat who's like basically an amish person that's, I feel okay like that's, you are you
0: are you are inferring sir i think that's implied all i'm saying is that my cat there are no amish people here but my cat is here that's okay. that's it you can okay i, I mean i guess make you can of read, that what you will make of that what you will dan let your own shitty yep. mind interpret that.
1: Let your conscience be your guide. Let Shall we move on? I don't can we move on? Can we move on from this? Or is this
0: is this podcast already done?
1: Maybe we have to do another uh, Take her out back and shoot her. take her out back and shoot her. Yeah. No, I Start think it from it, the beginning. I think it, it, we're too far in it now. I only allow you to delete these when it's less than a no, I minute get one, and a half. I get
0: one it. delete token per episode.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. We're not deleting this episode. No. But what happens if t- if what happens if
0: this was like um What's that movie with uh, God? I can't remember his name. I want to say Sean Spicer. It's not Sean Spicer. Who's the guy? Uh, Mission What's Impossible. The movie?
1: Oh, with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, edge of Tomorrow. Sean Spicer. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Wait. The one live, die, repeat. Emily yeah. Blunt. Is that Edge of Tomorrow or is that the yeah, one about global warming? What day after oh, tomorrow? You know, day after tomorrow is okay. the global warming. You can warming. see how I might mess that one up. Yeah, what happens if yeah, this was Edge yeah, of Tomorrow yeah, and like yeah,
0: we both just like deleted the podcast and kept going over and over again? I mean, wouldn't that be, be great? That'd be alright. You'd never leave my house.
1: I mean, this was a pretty good day for me, so I could I could deal with that. Yeah,
0: we like get up in the morning. It's portillo's like Portillos
1: every day. Oh, Can you man. imagine? Yeah, those spicy those those spicy dags. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I, I never... mean, I guess I would not have to get portillos every day since I'd be able to choose. Yeah. yeah at the beginning of the day what but i you wanted you still to do. would what happens if that was i probably still would yeah What happens if you
0: like died at portillo's <laughs> Those but are some like good hot dogs man but, like every time like that's how you died and you had to live your day but you were just like <laughs> hell bent on getting that fucking portillo's <laughs> that's the next that's season two a russian doll
1: yeah maybe i'll be like that guy and i'll just go to portillo's anyways because it's part of my routine that keeps me sane
0: sure yeah mapes mapes makes he's got breaking
1: sense. up with his girlfriend as a routine i've got going to portillo's it's basically the same thing i don't actually know what you're talking about oh have you not seen russian doll no oh okay that makes sense whoops <laughs> i referenced it and then wasn't yep. expecting the yep. reference back i was wow. like no, that was a one-way street dan i don't want <laughs> you
0: know this i don't watch things
1: yeah but usually when you bring up the references at least you've fucking seen like it when i make
0: i make game of thrones jokes all the time but i haven't seen an episode since season three.
1: Oh, i did want to actually talk about it <laughs> keeping up with all the game of thrones drama oh my god it's my it sustains me yeah i actually really love it too yeah i and i like oh boy yikes your cat's on me it's freaking me out i don't know what to do
0: it's freaking you out she's
1: she's always ow fuck well you picked Um, her up weird but uh yeah it, it's pretty great the the change.org petition 50000 anytime,
0: anytime you open up a fucking change.org petition yeah, you know it's going to be fucked up. You're just dredging up the just bottom yeah. barrel shit. Man. When is the
1: last time that's been used for anything remotely serious? Yeah, I don't I don't know. But uh but yeah those that that's some juicy drama. I love it's watching some, it's it.
0: it's some hot gossip. I just like all these people that are just shitting all over this fucking season <laughs> of Game hate of Thrones it so much, and I'm just I can't help but think of like the, the a guy or a gal you know who worked yeah. behind like just a set yeah you know just was like doing props yeah. or whatever and just that sad. But hours and hours and hours of effort in the thing, being like, oh, you know, people really like this. I'm part of something great, you know. Yeah. And then fucking just kidding. Shut up. This is trash. Your <laughs> <I don't laughs> are sucks. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, Who likes media these days
1: anyway? Yeah, right We've moved on to the most artistic form of media.
0: The most cutting edge of media. that's right yeah and visually based yeah. books, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, fuck the moving picture shows. yeah
1: we don't need them.
0: If you turn the pages fast enough, they move. yeah the movement's all in the art
1: exactly. That's comic out. books. If you guys aren't and picking in that your out. imagination
0: and in our imagination. that's and comic it. books if you haven't picked it out. Uh, we are gonna start talking about the books but before we do, this is your spoiler warning. This is a review show. We're going to spoil these books. We're going to review these books. It's nothing personal. It's just got to happen. Yep. Just absolutely has to happen. With that said, let's kick it off with Marvel this week. First off, we have The Immortal Hulk number 17 written by Al Ewing with art by Joe Bennett. We got Rui Jose on inks, Paul Mouse on colors, and VCs Corey Pettit Petit, on cl- letters. Unletters. Yeah, Unclutters. Clutters. Unclutters. Uh, Dan loves this shit. I do, it's some I love Scary it. Hulk. We got some Scary Hulk and Scary Hulk is back and we this week. we got some
1: Joe.
0: Oh, it's Joe, baby. <laughs> I mean, he's still Joe is Hulk. And we figured this yep. out. Uh, the last issue ended with a big final like, page turner where Bruce Banner shot. He's limping off. You know, he can't <laughs> turn into the Hulk because they're beating him with some sunlight or something. Yeah. I don't know. And he gets he, a
1: crazy look in his eye. He gets a
0: crazy look in his eye when the guy yells out, we're going to get you, Bruce. And he's like, hey, joke's on you, you fucking wanker. It's Joe. <laughs> it's not Bruce. It's, it's Joe. Joe. So, Dan, would you like to take a crack at Immortal Hulk number 17?
1: Yeah, I would. So, I I was astonished by the fact that the Joe thing actually made sense to me. Because I it, when, <laughs> when they showed his fucking face at the end of last issue... They're tracking him down, bullet in him, and he just looks at the. He like I don't breaks know, not the fourth the camera, wall, yeah. but he just like looks at like straight into the panel is like, "It's Joe." <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" I bet this. So, I bet Al Ewing is digging deep at the
0: yeah, at the Hulk the lore, lore on this because he
1: is because. uh, Did so you know about this? I did. Okay. Know about it once they revealed like yeah, so Joe is Joe Fix-It. Joe Fixit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fix it joe fix it is a hulk persona who's like a 1920s style gangster
0: okay okay so is he the hulk or is he a bruce banner
1: uh he's a hulk
0: he's a hulk but his skin is like grayish
1: yeah so gray hulk is a thing in hulk lore and so originally hulk was gray then he became green okay and then there's also like a Arc or I don't know, um I don't know, a graphic novel or something called Gray Hulk, where okay. he goes back to being Gray. Okay, and it's kind of like a retro style. So, but Joe Fixit is kind of different from those. He's not really. Oh, Hulk he's a different Gray, gray, gray Hulk. Hulk, but he is. Yeah, he just happens to be a Hulk who is Gray and also named Joe Fixit and also dresses in like 1920s gangster style attire.
0: In case you missed that, folks. <laughs>
1: yeah there's joe fucking fix it joe fucking fix it is a yeah. but now
0: he's in bruce banner's B- body
1: because the gamma radiation the, well because so they like put They're those beams gamma. on him uh-huh. those beams of light which prevent him from turning into the hulk um so he turned into joe fix it's hulk which out without actually hulking out so he's okay. like in bruce banner's body but it's this dude's persona or whatever
0: you know out of all the weapons to use against the hulk you would think something based on the ultra magnetics like wavelength spectrum yeah would be like maybe the last one you would want to use i
1: mean they're probably pr- digging pretty deep to like suppress hulk powers though i'm impressed that they've even could do that because like they can't do that yeah usually. but like
0: light is literally radiation yeah so it, i mean like couldn't she have done like a chemical which isn't radiation
1: i mean maybe i don't maybe I,
0: maybe they just ran out of chemicals maybe they
1: ran out of chemicals maybe they've been there done that or ben maybe, dare, done, maybe oh, they, they couldn't possible. they couldn't do the
0: cool thing at the end here
1: yeah yeah so the hulk is fighting this uh he's joe fix it is fighting joe fix please is fighting uh this this cyborg uh military grunt who's chasing him down and morphing his arms into guns. <laughs> his
0: gun is made of skin. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's, it's him trying to escape this prison and this like douchebag military guy who's like taunting him and also like the military guys in his ears like, you gotta straighten up and take the shot. And he's I like, no, I get to do what I want. <laughs> I want to play with this guy because I hate him. And, and then Joe fix it. Joe Fix kicking him in the nuts and then he does uh, kick him in the balls yeah, yeah and then he finds uh what does
0: he say something like a those are those made of metal yeah or something <laughs> Fuck. yeah yeah something like great that. line great line There's some good one-liners this week
1: yeah yeah and then uh joe fix it finds the computer is able to uh uh modify the light that is Preventing him from turning into the Hulk and making it into something that amplifies the Hulk power. So there's a really cool scene in this. Yeah, movie. no, he just
0: changes the fucking slider because yep, it's yep. all electro, electro yeah. electromagnetic radiation. He changes radiation. the wavelength right. of the light. He just makes it go whoop. Yep. And then nice, nice and toy. Oh, it's, if it's an x-ray, I think it's pretty broad. It doesn't matter uh, it doesn't matter they it don't do- know it that. matters to me i'm a smart guy as you guys know that i'm wow, smart
1: wow you're so smart jared i took physics in college so there's a really cool scene where he he turns up the slider and then just gets lit the fuck up by this military guy just like just shots in his dome in his chest just all over you gotta
0: put two rounds in center of mass and he heck. just
1: like won't die and he's just this like he's just getting blown apart like a uh, fucking terminator 2 style yeah he's and, like
0: dripping and shit
1: and then he just morphs into this like crazy amorphous hulk blob that just like crushes the cyborg cop oh my god it's so cool
0: yeah, he messed that guy up.
1: Oh yeah, he's dead. That 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 military dude is dead he's, for sure. He's so
0: so uh Joe, what's his name? Joe Fixit. Joe Fixit has the, probably one of the best like fucking lines in this shit where he's just like he says something to the effect of, "You know, Banner's a nerd. We don't need to quote it exactly, but yeah. Banner's a nerd. But you know, I like using my brain too. Yeah, using my brain on how to hurt people. Yeah, yeah. he just yeah. goes to town and on he this just dude. Destroy. And probably this one of like man. the most double horrifying double page spreads I've seen in a while. Like Hulk's got like nine arms mm-hmm. and is just like." Mushing this dude. He's not yeah. pummeling him. He's just like no. He's
1: just like growing so much that it's crushing. He's him like
0: full death. on Akira in yeah. this dude. Yeah, you know yeah, what for I mean. Sure. That's a good comparison.
1: Tetsuo! So then, and then the last panel is the the setup for the next issue. They made a fusion uh, hybrid in a lab. Uh, Rick Jones, who is one of Hulk's old old friends, oh, okay, that is Rick Jones, spliced with abomination cells, and it makes, but it's not quite right. Like his face is made out of a hand. And it's, like, very grotesque looking.
0: There's nothing human left there, is what he that's says. That's what
1: he says. So that's the setup for the next one. I'm here for it. I want. I love monster battles. And, yep. like, Gross Hulk versus Grosser Abomination, I'm down.
0: This has gone from, like, a weekly thing where Bruce Banner is kind of like a fucking renegade cop fighting, like, a hulked-out jackass of the week kind of thing. Yeah. To, like, full-on monster fights. Yeah. Which I'm 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 here
1: for, but like horror monster fights, not like cheesy like Godzilla monster.
0: I mean, it's called the Abomination, so there's a little bit of cheese
1: there. Well, yeah, but that's like I mean, the Abomination. You can't escape that. I mean,
0: I'm not saying it's it's
1: bad. I'm just saying it's fun.
0: Yeah, good shit. Yeah, it's great. Good shit. I would give it a
1: four point five out of five. I would also give it a four point five out of five.
0: Wow, we in agreement. In agreement. Next up. We have Guardians of the Galaxy number 5, written by Donny Cates, with art by Jeff Shaw, colors by David Curiel, and Corey Pettit on the letters.
1: Tell us about it, Jarrett.
0: I'm going to set the stage for you guys, because we haven't been pulling this book in a while. I think we pulled... We pulled the first one, and that's it, I think. I think we might have done two. Really? Okay. One and two. Could be. So it's been a few issues, but we're back. Guy at the local comic book shop was like, hey, you got to check this out, because it's pretty good. And I actually thought it was pretty good. I don't think you were that into it, right?
1: I thought it was, I thought it was good. It it's was good. uh it, it, yeah, it was a little tough as a jumping in point for me, but uh, I thought it was yeah, probably good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, let let me set the stage for you guys. Um, Gamora's been kidnapped. Thanos is dead. However, Thanos has implanted his consciousness in somebody in the entire universe's body.
1: As a, like, fail-safe in case he died, right? Right, so
0: he's going to basically, like, reboot into yeah. their into their brain or something like that. And so oh, everyone God. just assumes, because it was Gamora, because a brief stint she was kind of evil and, like, killed a bunch of people. Yep. Gathered up all the Infinity gathered Stones. Gathered up all, all
1: the Infinity Stones. Had Thanos literally talking to her in her head. She did
0: kill Thanos,
1: though. And she also killed him, yeah.
0: Yep. Um, so that was the whole thing. Yep. it's whatever. Uh, she's be she's been kidnapped by some people that are like assumed that was her, and they're like, "Well, for the good of the universe, we have to kill you." Sorry, kind of thing. Uh, and Peter Quill and the Guardian of the Galaxies are trying to track her down, basically.
1: Yes, right. The New Guardians of the Galaxy, which has like Ghost Rider and like well, Beta Ray Bill, which is like a. It's horse not thor ghost right?
0: riders and the other guys though
1: well yeah but they started out all together yeah but and then, then ghost rider was like fuck this
0: fuck this i gotta kill gamora kind of thing yeah exactly. uh so the big i don't know some stuff happens um the one of the cosmic ghost riders. no one of the guardians of the galaxy summons a gigantic dog which is pretty cool i like that
1: yeah beta ray bill does it and it's like a big uh as guardian dog
0: yep and then and then we see the people who have captured gamora which is like the other team um you've got I don't but know, it's basically ghost rider, well right?
1: uh hella is the main one who's well uh, she
0: shows up she's not a part of that team i don't think
1: but she's the one she she seems like the driving force behind all of it
0: no so she ca- okay so this other these this other group captured gamora to execute her okay right? then Hela turns up and just before um, Gamora's killed kills the guy who's going to kill her or stabs him through the chest yeah and then reveals that this is all a ploy she doesn't care about Gamora the yep. real person it's, that she that that she's after is the one who's Thanos is about to awaken and that's his brother his
1: brother who is a titan who I, I don't know if he's been in previous issues and that was what I was a little unclear on but uh, he, no
0: he's the one who gathered them all together and was like we need to kill we need to kill oh Gamora. yeah
1: you're right yeah. you're right okay so yeah, Man, it turned out to be th- that guy the whole time. Yeah, and <laughs> what so do you know?
0: a poor guy, um what's his name? I don't know.
1: Eros' brother.
0: Eros, yeah. So he he's like, "Oh fuck my brain or whatever" cuz he's he's kind of horrified. He he was so horrified about Thanos that he was like willing to kill his niece, right? Yeah. Uh, Gamora, and yeah. then he he realizes that like he was the, it was him the, the, the whole safe.
1: time. Yep. And uh but yeah, Hela is, is the one who turned up and like basically awakened Thanos right. in this dude. Right. And as we saw when we were reading uh Thor, uh Hela as made famous by thor ragnarok see it in
0: theaters see it in a marcus by... cinema near you
1: Ah, uh, shoot what's her name kate blanchett yes kate blanchett really yeah oh fuck yeah look at me look at you look at me pulling no out that marvel knowledge oh. um so yeah goddess of the underworld so she, her and thanos have a love affair which i still love I, well it that's... makes sense
0: because thanos is always trying to please death and she's the yeah. goddess of death she's, she's not basically... actually m- Marvel death,
1: right? With Thanos is like actually. But let's in love not with get him. into all that.
0: That's a whole bunch of shit.
1: So yeah, she, they, she wants to res him and she builds res. him a new body, right?
0: Fucking be res me noob.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. She built
0: him a new body. Um, at the very end, Thanos awakens. Yeah, and so there. So there you have
1: we it. we jumped in right as the payoff happened. Yep, it was a good. I think it was a good
0: issue. Um, it was fun. I I it was there's it didn't it, it, it moved quick. It yeah, didn't like it didn't waste my time. Yeah, which I can appreciate. Uh, And at the end of it, Thanos was resurrected because, you know, you 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 love him.
1: Yeah, you can't. He can't be. He can't. The Marvel Universe can't exist without Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. There wasn't I don't know, maybe because it was so fast paced, it didn't really stick out to me. Like the characters didn't really seem like they did many very charactery things you know yeah, what but i mean do you know
0: what's weird is there's an event going on in marvel right now oh god called the war of the realms yeah and that's a big grandiose mythos changing yeah. fucking marvel event this book
1: has nothing fe- to do with it or feels it?
0: more like a marvel event to me it feels this had this book the more shit yeah. happened in this that i care about yeah that is impacting the Marvel Universe than yeah. the War of the Realms. Because, oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, because so, War
1: of the Realms is just another, oh, this guy's around and he's bad and he brought a bunch of bad stuff to Earth and now more than the normal amount of superheroes have to come together to, <laughs> to stop, stop him. him. Ugh. But yeah, this one
0: has solid. some shit going on, right? Yeah, it's but this got- one's
1: kind of interesting because the main villain is already dead.
0: Right. Well but not anymore
1: but not anymore
0: yeah and the the nuance the nuance here being that like there was there was two factions playing against each other for four issues five issues Mm -hmm. um you had one team that was trying to rescue Gamora, one team that was trying to kill her and they both you know their motivations made sense
1: and then of course uh and then they got and maybe some others trying to res him
0: yeah and then uh, i mean i don't know how if you knew that she was coming you know what i mean but then right but you knew
1: that someone was or something was going to happen and ultimately
0: those two people that were those two groups that were in a conflict got rope-a-doped yeah you know they got they got got double duped
1: yep 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 i'd give this one a four out of five i think i'd give it a solid 3.5 you'd give it a six out of five uh, no, a solid 3.5, Jerry.
0: Well, you know what today is. It's Thursday. And every, every Thursday, you got to add 1.5 on every comic book score that you give. So,
1: <laughs> But just me, not you.
0: Fuck, that would be 5, not 6. My math's not great.
1: Neither is this concept for a bit, but let's keep going. I thought you were
0: going to say, neither is this next comic. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, next comic up is Age of X-Men Next Gen Number 4, written by Ed Brisson, with art by Marcus Toe. Jason Keith on the colors and Clayton Cowles again. Wait, first time.
1: First time. First but time. He's in a bunch of these. He's in.
0: He's in some this week yeah. on the letters. Yeah. Dan, you want to take a stab at uh, Age of X Men Next Gen number four?
1: Sure. So this is in the uh, new X Men event that's happening in marvel we know they love their events we've already listed off one of them this podcast but this one is actually good unlike the others um we like to shout out every week this event only has like one to two comics every week whereas the other one has one main comic every couple weeks and then like a billion spin-off tie-ins in every other issue Mm -hmm. of every part of the marvel universe plus
0: this event just seems so neat and tidy
1: yeah it's true it's, like, it's easy the, to just the one, wrap up and the
0: one book you get a week is like a different series, but they all are woven so intricately and and deftly together.
1: Yeah, that you it's actually like need to. Well, you don't need to, but you it definitely helps if you pull all of them. Right,
0: and it's 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 very respectful of your time. Yep, and money, which yeah. is which is very cool.
1: Yeah, and it seems pretty tightly woven together. And there's a lot of cool characters in it. Uh, yeah, I like it. So this specific part of this um, event is yeah next gen which is supposed to be like the next generation of x-men but they're in this like brainwashed 1984 type universe where uh there are mutants there are no humans um and it all seems to be a big illusion of some kind and nobody can fuck and no one can fuck they can't there's no fucking allowed because everyone (laughs) fucking allowed because everyone is born via test tubes and shit except but it's all one big illusion or were they exactly so this follows like all the high school mutants and uh there are, there's one of them named glob who can see the truth because of his like powered wax that like yeah. shields him from all the illusions his body
0: is a bio wax that yeah. makes it so like the mind
1: wiping shit doesn't work on and he him. can melt it onto other people's heads so that their minds can't get wiped i just too.
0: love the scene where he's melting his wax onto that one dude's yeah. head and then that girl comes in and was like uh, <laughs> uh
1: and he's like it's not what it looks like She's i don't like, know what it would yeah, look what, like is that I, I mean it's implying something then and again they don't but know what sex is so that's maybe that's tr- what they think <laughs> yeah, sex looks like oh no, dude yeah maybe totally. you just drip wax you onto each other's drip head hot wax onto each other's heads well, that means sign that's me up. sex for some people sex for me some areas of the internet yeah uh so they're they're after like this beast boy looking motherfucker who uh beast
0: boy his name is what is his name it's uh, alloy
1: no it's Anol. Anol. a knoll and uh, I feel like that's a lizard yeah he's a he's a lizard he's a lizard boy and the thing is there there's a drug that they can take to to like remember and see what's going on. It's
0: called Unveil.
1: Called Unveil. Oh man and it's kind of clever what the people who are reinforcing the like 1984 scenario are doing is because they label it as like basically crack and they're like if your friends touch unveil they'll get fucked up for life and die so you need to tell us it's some reefer madness exactly it is exactly like this is jimmy
0: this is Jimmy on Euphoria on unveil on unveil, and he's like fucking murdering his own family. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, so this is near the end. Uh, yeah, An- Anole is, is The
0: penultimate issue.
1: Yeah, and it's you can tell because it, everything's like breaking down. There's uh, the high schoolers are tattling on their friends who they think are dying of this crack yeah, unveiled un- drug. Is a fucking narc! Oh my gosh, they're they're two Narcs, Her and Shark Girl. Shark Girl is not a real narc because Shark Girl didn't
0: know what was going on
1: yeah she's not a she, narc but she could have inferred no she's
0: just dumb she was like they were like well they're both dumb that's the point no but shark girl's extra dumb like so pixie like knows there's something going on you know what i mean yeah. shark girl was like ran into them as they were running away with like fucking backpacks and hoods on it's like hey what are you guys doing they're like oh nothing we'll see you in the morning for breakfast she's like okay <laughs> and then they meet up and she's like hey is everyone in, is everyone okay no one's in trouble shark girl just tell yeah. them what they
1: will oh they went that way oh, you hey, know that way. <laughs> yeah. way she's not a narc she's just She's well. She's a narc and she's stupid. So is Pixie. She's just a sweet, sweet shark girl. Yeah, it's true. Pixie's a bitch. Yeah. Well, I don't. Well, know. Well, she's
0: not though. She just cares about her fans.
1: Yeah, but she's kind of a bitch.
0: She's just know. dumb. She's no. Like... The only the only bitch of this universe is that fucking French girl on the um, extracts who got f- she oh. or not the extracts the uh, shit. What are the what are the guys who mind white people? Psylocke. Oh scene? yeah. The uh,
1: uh, oh shit. What are they? Age called? of
0: X Men
1: extremists extremists yeah 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 they uh,
0: she got fucking fired from them you know what i mean like they have like a pregnant yeah. lady locked up in their basement oh, and yeah. she was so bad that's true that she that got fired, fired from them like, yeah it's okay
1: so they're chasing down anol the beast boy lizard kid Beast Boy, Lizard Kid, and they and he is a part of uh, Apocalypse's crew. And Apocalypse a is cult. a free love cult in this universe. But he's also still evil in some way that we haven't totally worked out yet. Yeah,
0: he's he's shady.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's shady. And uh, so these guys don't really care about Apocalypse, but they know that everything's bad. And actually, they know one step more than everyone else. Where most of the people who take unveil get sucked into Apocalypse's love cult and they're like, okay, Apocalypse is the good guy trying to keep everyone from falling into this 1984 dystopia. And then... Which is true. Which is true. But But also... also Glob comes along and he's like, okay, that's true. But also, Apocalypse is a like genocidal supervillain in the real universe and this is all an illusion so he's still kind of fucked up and you don't want to associate yeah with there's
0: him. there's something fucked up going on. and they're like oh but he's he's my my sex father my so sex father
1: <laughs> so we love him so, sex so, they daddy. Get, so they get in a little fight and then beast boy uh blows himself up in an act of terrorism <laughs>
0: yeah, beast boy becomes a literal terrorist and blows a literal up a library. terrorist
1: martyr and blows up the do you think
0: he killed himself
1: uh i don't know i I was wondering that too i'm gonna guess man i don't know what do you kill those mutants well he definitely killed a lot of people in the library jesus do you think or did
0: you do you think he like pulled the fire alarm or something like is that gonna be the next issue dude
1: he's like i mean we he doesn't he's stupid and everyone's trying to save him has been like the theme of the last few issues yeah
0: but like I, i don't know apocalypse hasn't like openly endorsed violence ever so far i mean maybe that's the thing though yeah you know, maybe, maybe that's maybe this is the turning point this is the pet ultimate issue
1: yeah so i don't know i thought this was pretty effective they're gonna totally do the
0: thing they're gonna do the fucking thing where like it blew this it was this all issue, a dream no this issue blew up or whatever and then the next issue like it cuts to the inside of the library and right before it blows off you got like gene gray like throwing like a fucking like yeah over like, all teleport the over everybody like, you shouldn't
1: do that beast boy beast boy
0: sit how about you have a seat right over here you've been sniffing that <laughs> unveil that unveil you know yeah, that's this made out of a so naked dumb. lady's body right
1: he left on un- like a vial of unveil on his desk and that's how everyone knew that he was a filthy unveiled drug it's addict like when he my just m- left it out in a boarding school where anyone can come into your room at any time
0: it's like when my mom found my weed pipe
1: yeah exactly it's exactly
0: like that because like then i blew up the library yeah <laughs> that's what you do
1: man i mean yeah you don't really have a choice after that no
0: i mean mom you forced my hand yeah i'm sorry
1: you blow up your library, and then you... And
0: We've moved on.
1: And then you move on.
0: Yeah, then you move your on. Life. Yep.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I like this. Did you like it?
0: Yeah, I did like it. I thought it was good. Good?
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. What would you rate it on a one to five scale? You know,
0: I'm feeling this. Doinks. I'm feeling the doinks.
1: How many doinks out of five? Amish? How many out doinks of out of Amish? Yeah. I would
0: give it four and a half doinks out of
1: Amish. I'd give it a solid four doinks.
0: Nice. Yeah. Cool. Dan in general hates comic books a lot more than I do. So yeah. this is pretty good for so him. So that's
1: pretty good for me.
0: So keeping on the Marvel theme and the Marvel us X-Men theme, we've got Marvelous X-Men and Age of X-Men, uh, Age of X-Men. So it theme. takes
1: place in the same universe, same right? event.
0: Age of X-Men, Marvelous X-Men number 4. This is uh this is the one week where we get a double bill of this. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. this is like your kind of like your typical X Men yeah. sort of team. You've got your it's Jean got, Grey, yeah, you, got Jean your Cyclops, you got your Cyclops, you got your X twenty three. Wait, is, is
1: Cyclops I, in I, it? Cyclops I meant, isn't it? I meant
0: Colossus. Yeah.
1: Yep. No Cyclops. And but they, she does see a vision of herself making out with Cyclops,
0: and she and she's just like, I see it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good.
0: It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this is kind of like they're a funny team because they're not like the extracts. They're this kind of, like, idealistic team, almost like a propaganda team, I want to say. They go yeah. around saving shit um, that but, doesn't actually need to be saved because yes. most of the stuff that they rescue is set up by, like, other government stuff to basically give them a task and give the people, like, some celebrities, right? Yep.
1: Straight pop propaganda.
0: Yep. Um, This one opens up with them trying to capture Apocalypse right yeah apocalypse inside of a big old rally where he almost (laughs) turns it into a gigantic orgy orgy. yeah that was pretty great there's some good ear licking that happens there's some good open mouth lips stroking there's some (laughs) there's some tendrils wrapping around open there's some great
1: quotes read that uh that one
0: i can't think Ooh, yes there's the one with the, the there's a tendril wrapping around a lady's face and she goes Ooh, yes and then what does he fucking say apocalypse he, at one point says something about lust
1: it's like the power of eroticism and stuff yeah oh, <laughs> yeah God, that was pretty great i can't find it that's okay
0: oh yeah he yeah even charles he says something like to the effect of like even charles had many lovers he knew the benefits yeah. of sensuality let yourself be or like he knew the power of raw eroticism yeah yeah, yeah. it's
1: pretty good and then what is charles this? is uh xavier is dead in this universe apparently. yeah definitely and there are a few others um continue
0: so, your lustful feast yeah <laughs> that's my favorite your one lustful that's feast. my favorite one oh, that's um, pretty so good. then they teleport away uh then the x-men are kind of like they're 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 all in kind of moral conflict right now gene gray is like you made me use my powers to like basically take away an entire population's autonomy x23 right. is like everyone she
1: dispersed the lustful crowd right
0: x23 is like everyone is trying to make me turn to violence but i promised logan like a long time ago i wouldn't mm-hmm. i wouldn't do violence so there's there's some conflict um colossus probably the most conflicted of all he, yeah he was a
1: hard line no love right. kind of guy until he saw kitty pride until he saw kitty pride and then everything changed and he like forcefully made out with her at a rally at a
0: rally he did yeah he accidentally put his which arm was a bit rapey he accidentally put his arm through her and then he had a flashback yeah, of like all of the of, real world all of the real world and there were lovers in the real world and so he smooched her yep um, but they've had a thing kind of going on for a bit. Remember the, the art gallery scene where she,
1: oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's so true. it wasn't like, so it, it wasn't was like, too, it
0: wasn't out of the blue. Yeah. It's a, it's a spontaneous kiss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll say, we'll say that. Um, so now there's going to be the, there's these riffs that are opening up all over the place that are like yeah basically porno like porn is opening up in the middle like people are like well, it's not really porno it is though. they're seeing people banging and making out when they look into it not all of them though. they say, look behold a scene of human procreation and then like when fucking it's i think what it is is everyone who looks into it is seeing like intimate slices of their own life yeah right yeah. so flashbacks for them so gene yeah. gray looks into it and sees scott well, it's not just scummers
1: scott scummers yeah Back at it again. Back at it again. Making out with old it, Gene.
0: Now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't seem to be limited to their own. It's not like it's showing you a, a glimpse into your past because that fucking weird cable dude is like, I'm sorry, you had to see that, Gene. Yeah. And so, they're and closing can, up riffs. you he can
1: close everything. So I think it just happens to be, you know... If it you just come happens across, to be If you heard, go acro- yeah. across, like, enough rifts, you know, you going col- You close enough, Gene. You're gonna see yourself.
0: I love you, babe, but you've gotten around. Yeah.
1: And so we looked this guy up because... This whole arc you look this guy up because yeah. I don't give a shit, Dan. well, I give a shit because tell okay. me about
0: alternate dimension cable from Earth 196. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so integral. The, well
1: the event is called age of X-Man. Who cares? This guy is X-Man. who cares? He's probably pretty integral to the plot of this fucking event. who
0: cares? I do. All right, that's fine. continue.
1: If you don't understand it, like, you don't understand the entire event. He's
0: just Jesus, man. Look at him. He's got a fucking he's, glowing eye. He's not
1: just Jesus, Jarrett. He's Cable Jesus. Okay. Thank you very much.
0: Continue, please. Explain to us who uh, Nathan Fillion is.
1: So he's uh, so he is a super mutant who is the spawn... They're of... all super mutants, Dan. No, but this one is a super, super mutant. I think oh. he's, like, maybe one of the Omega-level mutants or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but... They don't make
0: those anymore. I
1: know. But what? he's... uh. So he is the... A uh, child of Jean Grey, Scott Summers, and he's from like an alternate universe, and but then, not our Jean Grey. Uh, right. What? No, I think maybe.
0: No, there's no. If he's from an alternate dimension, it's no way it's this Jean Grey. And this. oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right.
1: So, and then he comes over into this universe in the past or whatever. Like Cable, also. Um, I guess he apparently died in Marvel Universe proper. Um, but his superpowers include like I don't know. He can basically control reality and energy and a bunch of different stuff which means that he's probably controlling this entire universe since it's called age of x-man and he's x-man so that's what i'm guessing and that's why it's beneficial to read wikipedia sometimes Jarrett.
0: Thank you so much for
1: that information, Dan. You're welcome. Now you can make an educated guess as to how the Age of X-Men arc will conclude.
0: And how the Age of X-Men arc was born. Because yes. up until this point, the only thing that we knew is that, uh, what's her nuts? Hope Summers did yeah. something. There's yeah. a whole memorial library yeah, that, there, Beast that Beast blew Boy blew That Beast Boy blew the fuck up. I love yeah. that we call him Beast Boy because we don't remember. He yeah. looks
1: so much like Beast Boy. His name's a knoll. It's not very catchy.
0: Yeah. Who, who's this, like, this, like, um nature lady i don't know i, like I love her. her though i think she's dope as yeah shit. she's
1: really cool she's got antlers and yeah. uh she, she can talks, talk to animals she sleeps
0: on a gigantic bear thing
1: she reminds me of the uh heart ring from uh captain planet okay except with antlers
0: you know she's also got kind of like a deer nose going on i think that's probably
1: that's I'm probably why you like her
0: what yeah okay Wait, what? okay 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 Dad. okay <laughs> okay Dad. you know what i'm gonna tell you about this book um one last thing, the big page turn at the end.
1: What is it? I don't oh, wait, know, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. There's a couple things that happen. Somebody breaks into X23's house. It's a man. She smells the man. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then uh, Cyclops goes to fuck up. Or not Cyclops, I keep calling him that. Colossus, Colossus. goes to fuck up the um, extremists.
1: No, I think they come to fuck him up. Oh, they come they to arrest him, and he's just like, I'm him. ready for this, and he just starts beating the shit out of him. Yeah.
0: Yeah um and yeah and then they say something about going into the basement and then which i that's why i was thinking it was over there but anyway and then the last the last page turn is the nature lady being like there's been a murder who do you think got murdered
1: i'm gonna guess x-man
0: i hope cyclops fuck colossus killed (laughs) that french bitch
1: yeah yeah that'd be cool. just, like, yeah,
0: she's so obnoxious yeah she's literally like oh you fucking scum mutants you
1: fornicators yeah
0: she's got like a lady she's the worst she's got a lady chained uh, a pregnant lady chained up in the basement by yeah. her throat and it's just like fuck you yeah. bitch you disgusting pig and you're like
1: yeah you're like literally you fornicated you, to get preggers you're
0: literally irredeemable i can't believe it yeah
1: she's pretty awful that'd be nice if she died but i'm, that'd I'm guessing cool. else so do you think her. it's x-man I think it's X-Men, because he looks like Jesus, and he's already, like, died once, yeah. so he's probably gonna die again. Okay. That's I, my guess. It's
0: it's that or Colossus, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, could be. I don't know. But yeah, I, I thought that was... Unless she's
0: talking about the murder of lots of people, mm-hmm. of Beast Boy blowing up the library. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The plot th- thickens i don't know gary the plot thickens but you know what this cup is looking kind of empty dan
1: yeah you know we need to thicken up these glasses but first we should rate this i'm gonna give it a 4.5
0: no that was
1: such a good that was such a good you're right though at the end of the
0: day you're right yeah you need 4.5
1: yeah 4.5
0: i'm gonna give it four
1: all right sounds good it was good let's go thicken up these glasses shall we
0: we're gonna take a break fill up some new beers yeah get back to you with that so sit tight Strap off.
1: Yep. We'll be right back.
0: We are back. back. You know, with a with a brand new beer. Yep. Filled to the brim. Yep. Dan, do you want to tell us about this yummy, tasty, delicious beer?
1: I sure do. This is a- another Hefeweizen. We're just going in on these Hefeweizens lately. Here's the season. It is. Uh, This is a Eyinger Browweizen. And uh, this is a beer a beer very close to my heart. When me and Crystal went to Munich, this and Wine Stefan were wow. were, we just crushed them. You like it? What's this going is on delicious. Over there? You like it? Oh yeah. This is a half of bison. This is a half of bison. This baby. is like
0: a, I'm gonna drink like three liters of this mm-hmm. and like fall asleep on a blanket and exactly. wake up really sunburned. Yep. You know yep. kind of beer. It's yep. delicious.
1: Yep. Holy smokes. Where else but Munich? Of course. The birthplace of Oktoberfest.
0: Uh just to describe a Hefeweisen, I guess we didn't do any of this with the IPA. You all fucking know what an IPA is. And if you listen to the show enough, you know what a Hefeweisen is. But yeah. if this is your first time, I guess we can explain it a little bit. Hefeweisen is a wheat beer. Yep. That's brewed with Belgian yeast. Yep. To make uh was well, that Belgian German yeast? yeast. German? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Heavy a special type of yeast. We'll say that, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, a special type of yeast that Creates a beautiful bouquet of yeast esters, uh, <laughs> including flavors of, pretentious piece of shit. banana and clove. I'm not pretentious. You're the one with the fucking pineapple cut in that beard, dude. Don't even come <laughs> at, don't even, don't even come after me.
1: At least I'm not talking about a bouquet of flavors. It is a bouquet. All it's right. a melange. All right. All right.
0: You know, I put I put the. Now you're
1: throwing French words in there.
0: Mélanger. <laughs> I just put the shades on, so we are about to get real sassy on this okay. podcast. Okay, that's Jared. What, that's calm what these shades mean.
1: But uh, yeah, these things were everywhere. These and Wine Stefan uh, are probably the two most popular beers that we saw in Munich, at did least. We,
0: did we drink a Wine Stefan on this We podcast? did drink
1: a Wine Stefan on Did this. I like it? You did like it. Nice. I think you like this one more.
0: I do like this one more. When yeah. did we drink it? A few weeks ago?
1: Uh yeah, it was when we went to uh Total Wine that one time, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 I recall that. So we got the KBS, right? The Kentucky Bourbon Stout? I think so. It's I feel like that's I feel like that's fucking Maybe it was
1: a different time, but I know I bought it at Total Wine. Nice. I don't remember. Cool. But yeah, it was it was a while ago. So uh yeah, now you've had both of the beers of my experience in Munich, both incredible in my opinion both crushable
0: yeah super crushable
1: yeah uh, yeah like you said these belong in these these bottles are too small for this you need like a giant liter sized fucking bottle Mm -hmm. to properly do this justice and a hot summer day
0: you know what i like about this beer is you don't just get the yeast you also get the wheat Mm -hmm.
1: and like for me a wheat beer contributes
0: this kind of like doughy sort of mouth feel, and I don't know if this yeah, is true at of all. Bready, it's, Yeah, it's kind of bready. It just feels like, it, it feels chewy and pillowy. That's yep. the best way I can describe it. Like, kind yep. of this, like, almost, I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, but I agree. I th-
1: I, and this more than the other, than Wine Stefan also, I think this is a more malty, a more bready mm-hmm. uh, kind of Hefeweizen, kind of which milk. I wasn't really used to, uh, used to when I uh, drank it first in Munich, but I've grown to really like this kind of, and so it really? calls itself a Bavarian Hefeweizen. I don't know if all Hefeweizens in like the German style are Bavarian Hefeweizen, or maybe the Bavarian ones are like a little more malt forward. I don't know. Yeah. Is this a
0: st- is this like a call out to the style or is this just like, no, this is a Hefeweizen, in
1: Bavaria. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Is Bavaria Germany, Dan? Pfft. Uh... I think so. Is it like
0: does it go way back to like when there were like the Romans were out there just slaughtering a bunch of fucking
1: like tribes? Man, you are asking the wrong
0: Mike Voges. do yeah. you listen to this podcast? Yeah. If you if you if do so
1: message us right now before let, it's distributed. Let
0: us let us know about Bavaria. I, I feel like right that was a thing right weren't the romans fucking up shit in europe for a long time like fighting off just like probably a bunch of savages basically you know what i mean like germany was just a bunch <laughs> of like sounds
1: a... like a pretty racist way to put it probably yeah but but, but they were hey, like savages. our savages i, I they mean were they were preserving the culture they... of the white man
0: well okay there were romans for one so they weren't <laughs> white right they were fucking killing the culture of the white man in germany i'm pretty sure yeah i guess i, so, I don't I mean, know man are the roman okay any anyone who's going around and just fucking killing indigenous people sucks right so we'll just like we'll just end it there you know but like <laughs> the fucking romans did some shitty shit you know yeah that's a fact but yeah. i'm pretty sure that they were doing that shit in okay okay where does the beginning of
1: you keep asking me questions and i guarantee i won't be able to where where does the
0: one. where does the beginning of um what the fuck movie is that the gladiator you remember when they're fighting off those like tribes there, you know, people yeah. with the, I think yeah. it's, I think those are like the Roman the roving like Germans. I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh, I think you might be in, right in
0: Bavaria. And that's what the, the, that's what the Romans were were doing. They, they actually spread their army way too thin and that, and that contributed to the fall of Rome.
1: I think you're probably right. Uh, i I don't know anything about history i wish
0: we had corrections i wish you guys could come like i I bet there's at least four of you that are just like just bubbling up with
1: rage right now maybe we'll maybe we'll have a break to look it up if we i mean if we have another break we'll look we'll look it up
0: we're gonna have another break because we gotta we still have to look up up and we need to get a third beer baby yeah yeah we gotta we gotta pick which one we like the most yeah cool 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 uh so this beer is good and uh i think we should move on to comics and we're
1: good for drinking it
0: are you ready to move on to comic
1: books yes i'm ready
0: very good because i'm ready to start talking about this comic are you ready for this comic, Oh, day?
1: you know i am jerry we, we waited a, so long
0: we got a good one we missed we missed the last one of these and it was, it was the, sold out it was sold out and it was the last arc of a very very fucking good arc it's yeah. a it's a new creative team uh kelly sue DeConnick. Uh, art by Victor Bondanovic, Jonathan Glapian, and Daniel Enrique on inks, Sunny Go on colors, and Clayton Cowles on the letters. Like, this is fucking so good.
1: It's so good. It was question. Like a question. Yeah. Do comics come out on Wednesdays, or is Wednesdays just when you buy comics?
0: Uh, new comic books come out on Wednesdays.
1: Okay. Did you go on Wednesday and it was sold out? I did
0: go on wow. Wednesday and it
1: was sold out. Yes. That is crazy, man. Yep.
0: yep. Um. So just I mean, okay. So the way that comic book the comic book shit works is that like um the people, the comic book shops will order based on kind of an estimate of how much they're selling. Uh-huh. They'll order like six months in advance.
1: Oh. Right. So
0: like Sean ordered you know Aquaman based on how the old creative team was right. selling. And this shit was real good. And, and people also, call... he doesn't like
1: Aquaman anyway.
0: Well, but I did get him to read it, and I talked to him this
1: week, and he yeah? was, like, on it. He was, like, Really? He was like, yeah, I picked oh, this one up, and it was fucking good. I was like, oh, that's it awesome. was good, dude. You did that, Jerry. I did that. I did you it You turned good. an old comic book nerd onto some you know, new shit.
0: You know, I saw him. He's just, you know, he's just this old, you know, he's been he's been around. He's seen it all before, yep, you know. Yep. He, like, he doesn't like the age of X-Men. He's oh, like, whatever. Another comic book. Yeah, he's like, whatever. It's not going to matter in four months anyway. But I'm like, you know what, Sean? This book's got some really tits art. Yep. So why don't you just flip it on open? Yeah. And you know what he did?
1: What? Yeah, he did.
0: He also really likes it when I show him the bargain bins.
1: Oh, yeah. he,
0: I'll, I'll dig for him because he like now he knows that i'm like digging yeah. for the hottest trash that yeah. i can find and he'll be like he'll be like oh what did you get you know and i'd be like I'd be, I'd be, he's like did you get some good trash this week and i'm like yeah i got some <laughs> real hot trash uh like last week with kiku son and was like he's like, oh, he's, like yeah. oh. he's like show me show me show me so i, I picked them all up and he was like i started talking about horny anime books yeah, and he yeah. was just like he just started rattling off names of horny <laughs> anime books and i was like
1: just line them up, baby. Like, just <laughs> stick one of those in my
0: pull list if you find one. You know, that's f- fucking great. Oh, We're that's talk- Aquaman. We're
1: talking about Aquaman. We're talking about Aquaman. Aquaman's the best new DC book out there. It's the. I
0: think no, it's not the best DC book out there, but it is in fucking.
1: What's better than it?
0: Uh, Young Justice. I think Young Justice Young is Justice better. Justice is pretty good. Young and Wonder Twins.
1: Oh yeah, Wonder Twins is better. I actually, Nothing, I actually really like
0: Naomi too, but I think Naomi's gonna yeah. end pretty soon, so it's like. Really. Yeah. It says to be concluded
1: well but that could just be like this this arc intro sure yeah sure, arc. Yeah. sure. I, but
0: like i bet they take a break in between
1: yeah probably i mean with all this crazy art but we'll get there i
0: will say this is okay if young justice isn't an ongoing young justice still might be a six-part mini yeah well, who knows if uh-huh. young justice is not ongoing this is the best ongoing dc book bar none yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I think
1: I like this better than Young Justice. To Do you really? Be honest. Yeah. Okay, that's.
0: I mean, that's totally fair. Um, the last arc was all about Arthur, right? Aquaman waking up in an island with amnesia. Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of a tired trope. And His
1: name is also Andy. Andy. <laughs> such a dumb name it's,
0: bro, a, it's a bit of a tired trope but you know what like the art was so good do you remember that first issue the art oh, was man. so just drop dead gorgeous Some and the,
1: they and the setting like it, really the ethereal. amnesia was just to put him in this awesome setting in my opinion right
0: it, it was this kind of ethereal sort of mm-hmm. dream-like state which was really incredible but and also
1: like, just kind of like rural sea village yeah
0: but like there was something okay have you ever played this is a slight tangent, but there's something very reminiscent to me of the Wind Waker. Okay. Wait,
1: no, not Wind Waker.
0: What's the other Zelda one? The one for Game Boy, Link's Awakening. Have you ever played that one?
1: I did play Link's Awakening. You
0: know how he, like, wakes up on an island, he doesn't remember anything, uh-huh. and, like, the like, it's all a dream of this wind fish that's going to be... Yeah. Become, and you're, you're, you need to awaken the wind fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. had that kind of vibe for me, you know? Like, somebody mm-hmm. washed up on an island. There's something quasi-dream state about yeah. it. You know, there's all these, like old people that are talking in these kind of like almost like riddles sort of stuff and i
1: like that it's like super mythic yeah in a lot of the cool mysterious kind of mythic ways like what i imagine um people like people actually believing in old myths back in the day and there's like all of this mystery and like uh, and shit like like oh yeah, there's actually like a giant shark in the bottom of the ocean, and it collects all the memories and souls of the dead. And that like, was
0: that was the coolest part about this issue. Yeah, it Absolutely. was really cool. The fucking they, okay, so Kelly Sue DeConnick is doing this really awesome job of building this like lush, beautiful kind of like. Aquaman lore, which yeah, I can't like believe I'm. Backdrop. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. You know what I mean? But no, like, yeah, it's, it's so incredible. cool. And
1: like, I vastly prefer these kind of like mythic gods and stuff to, um, like, we're reading Wonder Woman and we're reading, um, I don't know, but like all the yeah Thor, I guess. But yeah. like all the Greek gods and stuff. Man, the the like dark deep sea gods are way more badass. And I, I'm, not to bring it back to Game of Thrones, but I also always felt that way about Game of Thrones. Is like the iron islands worship a dead god and like i just thought that was always super badass yeah. the drowned god and and-
0: the, my, my favorite part of game of thrones is always that weird brand shit you know what i mean like seeing the fucking <laughs> the tree you wouldn't say
1: that if you'd seen the new season oh my god i did see the memes shit.
0: my favorite my th- my favorite thing was like there was a really good tweet i i, I gotta do this once a week where i explain a, my, a favorite internet tweet of mine to yeah. you guys yeah yeah uh and it was like people uh it's like people in winterfell just colon so nothing they didn't they literally did nothing Uh and then it was like bran and then there was a video of like a guy walking in his dog just like staring out every window of the house as he walked around the house it's pretty good
1: yeah it's pretty good. you can imagine
0: it you know (laughs) what i mean you can imagine it and like the guy would like turn it suddenly to the the window and the dog would be like "Mm." just staring (laughs) out the window it's so good yeah so um to, I guess we're getting kind of long winded on this, but like it's just so. Well, there, not it's a but it's ton so of happens, fucking good. Like,
1: the actual content of this is that a giant shark god who feasts on the souls of the dead tells Aquaman who he is and who killed him, and yeah. who killed him is mara mara his the, wife his wife slash, amber heard yes yeah, <laughs> amber <laughs> heard amber heard slash uh <laughs> queen of the of atlantis
0: yeah so there was this okay so this this is a new uh, the beginning of a new arc presumably Ar- yep. arthur i want to say arthur morgan it's not arthur morgan no it's not it's arthur not, it's, morgan it's not arthur miller <laughs> Red redemption either redemption too Ar- you're all Oregon. right girl <laughs> <laughs> uh so arthur is waking up arthur atlantis we'll call him that uh he's waking up regaining his memories and finding out that like he's he's dead yeah you know what i mean he's dead and he was killed by mara um so th- this is the beginning of a new arc and it's fucking just good yeah it's really good. some awesome double page spreads of him just descending into a gigantic shark mouth
1: yep yep and
0: and just like the fucking just the concept the sheer concept of like Every human who dies at sea's body floats down and is and is claimed by this gigantic maw who turns yeah. its memories and flesh into, into coral into coral where the the memories reside and it also feeds the sea yeah. That's some fucking
1: awesome shit. It's cool, man. It's it is so, so cool. cool. Yeah, I, this made me want to... And she like, was, like,
0: about to... Co- she was, like, about to consume him, but was like, no, yeah. oh, this one's special. This one's special, I'm yeah. gonna spirit his, his like, essence away to this island of ancient gods to, like, yeah. let them finish out their story and yeah. then give him his memories. It's just yeah. fucking wild, man.
1: Yeah, it's just really cool. It's just, yeah, it, it's way... <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It's super fun. I wish that <clears throat> we lived in an era... Where I could convert no, you to? Uh... No, you don't. You don't want to. You do You
0: don't, don't want to live in an era where people bleed in this shit because, like, because you. I would, mean, you're right, but you i do. would die at like 36 from some like easily treatable bacterial infection. You'd, yeah, like, but I do be, it for them, Jerry. I'd you'd be, be it like for out, the shark guy. You'd be out harvesting your fucking Danny Mac cakes. <laughs> you'd be shaving the Danny Mac cake off the Danny Mac cane and be like, "Oh fuck, I cut me arm!" And then you'd just like get an easily treatable wound that got Guess infected. I'll die. <laughs> Guess i die. Guess all. That's a great meme. Yep, great meme. Great meme. Great issue.
1: I'm just saying I want to convert to whatever like crazy Sharkism. shark religion this is selling me because it's 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 selling it very well.
0: Mommy shark.
1: Uh, yeah. Would you say
0: this is a this
1: is mommy shark. No, that sounds too lame. do 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 oh are you, tell- yeah, a, yeah, uh, you doing the thing you're you doing you're doing, thing? Are, you doing, are, your memes? doing your, are you doing a joke, joke? He's over here doing his memes bah. again everyone ignore
0: don't ignore pay attention to me this is me show
1: this i is thought my it was time. really cool i'm gonna give it a five out of five five
0: out of five for us i think we have never rated that comic less than a five out of five this is another one like yeah. if you're on this the and fence, wonder twins wonder twins i would say young justice maybe Maybe uh,
1: I don't think we've rated Young Justice five out of five. No, day. I'm just saying
0: like if oh if yeah there, if there's a book that you're if you're like re- listening you're to this co- for
1: some books
0: yeah if you're listening to this podcast and like man this sounds kind of neat you know I would say Heroes in Crisis because it's a contained story yes uh, Aquaman so it's great Aquaman it's incredible Wonder Twins because it's just got that like really good like fucking Mark Russell humor yeah. is there anything out of Marvel that you, we we would point to. I don't think so. They're not really pumping on anything super great. Maybe Age of X Men, but that's a little bit too
1: Maybe Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, yeah. but now they're so cancery, I don't even know if I want to do that. It's too cancery.
0: The yeah. first four issues of Friendly Neighborhood. Yeah. Those are pretty good.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's it probably.
0: Yeah, I can't think of any like we like Marvel comics here, but like
1: most of the stuff we pull is Marvel every week.
0: But I feel like just D C right now is is
1: getting it. They're getting it. Well some yeah. Some of the stuff they put out is not getting it as we will get to right now. Woo!
0: This is not getting it, In uh, Batman hey, number you know, seventy-one. You know we don't try to go negative too much on this podcast, but like but
1: I when f- we do, it's at fucking Tom King. <laughs> <I> lo-
0: <laughs> but it sucks because like I I really liked um, Batman up to issue fifty. Like there were some yeah. arcs that were hit and miss, but like yeah. ever since fifty, man, it's just been <sighs> you had the you had the really good potential at the beginning of Cold Days with Freeze. Yep, and then at the yep. end, it just became this weird criminal just
1: justice thing cri- cri- oh.
0: well i mean i liked the i liked the lawyer like the thing. setting i liked the lawyery thing but it just turned into bruce wayne just preaching to yeah, people just about monologuing about god
1: i don't and know. i was like really
0: confused i was like okay that's like pretty out of character for bruce wayne in my opinion
1: and also then they just went right back to the bullshit right after right. that
0: i don't even remember what was right after that
1: this i think it Wasn't it? It the oh my god nightmares did... i think is that when that started i think so
0: oh there was a little penguin thing there was oh yeah a brief, you're right, you're there right, was a you're brief right. penguin arc but like nothing
1: yeah it's it's all been bad it's all been real bad oof-da, oof-da. so um, this is continuing on that badness the yeah. last issue we thought was okay batman like breaks out of his we, we thought we were all fine. well
0: you know hey if if tom king doesn't go full bullshit on us this might be kind of cool but right? we
1: kind of guessed that he you would. knew you and knew. he did
0: yep so this is batman number 71 written by tom King, If you couldn't tell uh, with art by Mikhail Janin and hey, if there's an in Jorge Fortes, uh, if there's one thing that you can say about a Tom King Batman book is it is drawn is impeccable immaculately. Yep. We've got colors by Jordi Belair, who is a goddess of yep. coloring. And yep. then Clayton Cowles, again, the God. Yep on letters uh dan do you want to take this one you love batman
1: i do this I got this had the potential to be so
0: good this fucking shit yeah they did the, they did a thing in this where they were like assemble the crew and then like and the they crew, get the
1: whole bat fam together the crew
0: was like oh shit he signed for the red bat signal yeah well i'm doing this thing right now but i'll be there you yeah. know because he's had my back so many times and i was like yeah we're gonna get some fucking shit
1: yeah so there's a couple but different... But you're crazy, Bruce. Yeah, there's a couple different story arc, or, like, I mean, not really story arcs, but, like, a couple different sequences going on in this issue. It's like a
0: today and yesterday kind of thing.
1: But we still don't really get which is which, and none of it makes any sense. But, it, I mean, we know what's going on. So, okay, there's a sequence where he goes, where Batman comes back to uh, Wayne Manor, and Bane is sitting there with... <laughs> his dad who exists now in this universe and is like, and he's just telling Bane, how he's going to break his back. then there's another sequence where he's assembling the bat fam. Um, and it looks like they kind of attack or Bruce is hallucinating that they're all there. And he attacks like people in a hospital in Arkham, um, something like that. And, uh, and then Alfred's like telling him at the end, don't you understand? Bane's broken you. He's broken you because he got your girlfriend he to dump you at the altar. He got your girlfriend to dump you at the altar and then he got you all hyped up on crazy dreams and now you broke out and you lost your goddamn mind, Bruce. It finally happened.
0: It finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. The Batman can't be happy but apparently he can't be sad either.
1: Yeah, this was yeah, this was <laughs> so unsatisfying in so many ways. So like this is it. This is the climax. Bane has broken Batman emotionally and there was zero this... payoff or anything.
0: Is this the climax? This I think
1: is... it is cuz this is it's finally Bane's been saying for like a billion issues like I'm going to break Batman and that was the whole theme of this entire arc is like this time Bane breaks Batman emotionally and it's like no one wants to see that but they did it anyways and they stuck it in a dream sequence and now he broke batman emotionally but it didn't make any sense because the last issue batman was like all right bane i beat everyone up in arkham i'm leaving i'm gonna come back to beat the shit out of you and then they're like no but not really he's actually emotionally broken and it's like what what happened from point a to point b none of this is leading up to any of the rest you know what I mean?
0: I do know what you mean. I kind of secretly hope in the back of my head that like all the people that he thought he was beating up in Arkham were just random patients
1: or like or like staff. Uh, staff and then, I think that's kind of where they're going. And with then they're this. gonna Yeah, and then he's just
0: oh okay.
1: But either way it's here's, shit.
0: Here's my thing. I would pay ludicrous sums of money for a Batgirl supergirl team up written by Bendis, <laughs> drawn by Michael Janin, because yeah. that's some of the best Batgirl <laughs> it's fucking good really
1: latched onto that
0: yeah i mean there's not much to there's latch nothing onto else here. To latch there's not onto. much to latch onto
1: every this is so bad man i hate this yeah I this is really fucking like it at all this
0: was this was real bad Batman's
1: my favorite superhero and this has been trash for like probably three months four months three yeah three or four man. months it's, I, it's so bad and this is the most pulled dc comic it's one of them it's definitely one of I them. thought you said this was the most bold. it had been for a while. Oh really? Yeah, and it's kind I of dropped off a little bit. Off, yeah. Good. It needs to drop off. No one should read this. Don't read it. I, it's bad.
0: It's really frustrating. It's really really frustrating because like we have been in this this rut. I feel like right now we're just down here in the weeds. Yeah. Uh and we're just we're just suffering, but Tom King is very talented, right?
1: Well, okay, he's got the best comic. Well, Second best. I don't know, man. Probably the best, actually. I would give it to Heroes in Crisis over Wonder Twins, I think. Okay. In my opinion... Aquaman? He is writing... Yeah, I'd put it over Aquaman, too. He's got the best comic in DC right now, and the fucking worst with the flagship. Like, what is he doing? What's he doing?
0: I think it's honestly, like, so he's putting all of this... All of his creative... I I don't... Okay. I don't know if Tom King, you know, is a 100... bi-weekly comic book author yeah you know what i mean he you, you think about some of his best shit mr miracle right yeah 12 12 issues mm-hmm. um uh the vision over at marvel sheriff of babylon
1: and uh heroes in crisis is heroes a heroes in crisis he does too.
0: he does very well at um i want i want to say like me like compact small to medium length packages right yeah 12 issues series yeah. maxi series i think they call them and I just don't know and it's okay, you know what I mean? Like, because he's very fucking good at it, but I just don't know if like a hundred issues yeah. of shit coming out every other week was, was his I'm sure, and hey, you know what, I don't wanna I'm sure it's taxing. Can you imagine pumping out No every other week? But one I of don't these?
1: understand how it can't at least be mediocre. Like how can we make something so good and so bad at the exact same time? Like, I
0: don't know if this is me I don't think that if this is b- I think this is mediocre,
1: I but think I think I think when you
0: hold this, I, I think when you hold this up against Heroes in Crisis, it looks
1: bad. No, I think it's bad compared to like literally every DC comic that we're reading.
0: Yeah, right, that's fair. I mean, that, that's fair. You know, I, I'm just saying. I I think I feel like. I, you know, maybe just like a, like ongoing series is not his not his strong. Scene. Maybe But because he's he also
1: o- made he, good Batman. In he's the past. O- he's
0: opened up. He opened up super strong. But here you see seventy one issues in of a yeah. hundred. He's he signed for hundred oh, issues. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Of a hundred issue. That's maybe what is, he just doesn't give a shit anymore. What is that? So that's fifty two. It's fifty two weeks in a year. This comes out every yep. other year. hundred issue on this four years. Yeah. Fuck of just nonstop. There's yeah. no break. Right yeah i you know what i mean like i mean this, i get it this but... is this is ultimate frisbee like third week in july <laughs> you've been playing twice a week for two months it's fucking 90 degrees out yeah. you're just like i ah, talking and you fucking roll up and you're like i don't even want to really play that much today and you look out and there's just a bunch of like fit like 22 year olds like <laughs> stretching on the sideline and you're like god damn it god damn it that's what's happening yeah. right now in the series
1: yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get how he can be so good and so bad at the same time. Because it's, but the, that's it's okay. the creative juices, right? You, you, but he's still got the creative juices.
0: Yeah, for other series and with these characters. But he's getting to tell, he's getting to tell succinct stories that ins- clearly inspire him, right? I guess. Whereas this, like. <laughs> I don't think this inspires him. You know what this I mean? It doesn't
1: inspire anybody. Yeah, I.
0: You know, hey, maybe he'll pull it off at the end of the hundred issues. Maybe, 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 maybe this will. Maybe once this issue wraps up, maybe, maybe, some, maybe, maybe next time will yeah, be the turning maybe, point in Tim King's maybe. Batman run. We'll see. I'm willing to give. I'm willing to give him and creators a big old pass yeah. <laughs> on some shit. You know what I mean? Especially, especially if you're putting out good stuff at the same time. Yeah, and um, it's our own fault for buying it every other week.
1: I mean, it is. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So. I would give it a solid 2.5 based on art.
0: Yeah, I'm going to split it into two, as I often do. I think the art in this is a solid 5 out of 5. Beautiful to look yep. at. Super yep. gorgeous. I'm going to give the writing um, a, a 1.5. Yeah. It's not super
1: good. That's completely fair, and I would probably rate the same. It's
0: not super good at all. Okay, so next up, we have uh, Superman number 11, written by the Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Ivan Race. Uh... Joe Prado and Eau Claire. Yeah, well, that's right. I, I even was like Oh are you saying Claire? are you sure? Eau Claire Albert on inks, Alex Sinclair on colors, and Joshua Reed on the letters. Um I'm gonna take a stab at this one because there's a lot of shit going on here.
1: There is a lot of shit going on. There's on. a lot starring sh- Jarrett's favorite it's not starring DC. john kent
0: it's not starring john kent it I re- almost is, i refuse though. to it believe that this is. is starring so this opens up with danny mac's favorite new dc villain <laughs> rogel czar trapped in the phantom zone talking to general zod and you know what the, the en-
1: dialogue is sparkling it's good the enemy
0: <laughs> of my enemy is a friend
1: how many faceless supervillains can we pack into wait one do
0: you do you not panel? like zod no why he's a classic villain
1: yeah he's i mean he's fine he's another but like I okay do
0: you not like brain do you like who's your who the fuck is your favorite superman do you not like superman
1: i like brainiac
0: you like brainiac
1: i like brainiac lex is good at times if Whoa. he's written well okay but yeah. not zod i've never seen zod written well it doesn't mean that you
0: what you saw zach snyder's man <laughs> of steel
1: starring michael shannon as zod yeah yeah you
0: saw his neck get broken yeah super that's what Superman does you fucking you fucking you're an idiot if you think Superman would kill someone
1: Michael yeah Michael Shannon's <laughs> the veins in his neck I would I I, I would yeah. give those a four out of five
0: four out of five veins yeah, yeah. very good vascular and also that
1: fucking haircut do you remember the haircut he had in that no, movie no I really oh, remember it was so bad. All
0: I re- really remember is Superman punching him through a blockbusters
1: yeah <laughs> and I
0: guess that's some like weird marketing that worked yeah. on me but I'm like yeah. I, I just remember it being like
1: Wait, was it Blockbuster or was it Denny's?
0: I'm pretty sure it was a Blockbusters because I it was Captain
1: Marvel was a Blockbuster. I'm
0: pretty sure it was also a Blockbusters. Really? Okay.
1: I believe you. So
0: they're just fucking. Isn't Blockbusters is closed? Right? They're done. So they're like, why? Maybe. (laughs) Well, no, they they weren't done in Man of Steel time. It was
1: an existing business. I remember that because there was some controversy. They were not really a controversy. They were like, we're gonna. This is what's gonna make us. But it's like, do you you really want to pay? Fifteen, like or like, I don't know, like fifteen thousand dollars. Well, 15, probably more than that. I was gonna say fifteen thousand. <laughs> Do you really want to pay like oh a million God. dollars for Superman to destroy your
0: buildings? <laughs> fifteen thousand dollars is like, like Henry Cavill's like lunch
1: budget. That's how. That's like a quarter of the budget they use to they, they... to CG off his mustache. <laughs> In fucking Not Justice even a quarter
0: League. Like like one one hundredth of, yeah. of a fucking Actually, budget Actually
1: that's true they, they came out with like the budget on yeah. that And I think they spent like
0: Henry Cavill... Several
1: million dollars CG'ing off his mustache
0: Henry Cavill literally wipes his ass With fifteen thousand yeah. dollars every bowel movement yeah. And then flushes it Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what <sighs> you get when you're in Mission Impossible And well granted a failing Justice League But they still paid him like fuck tons for it
0: What an absolute nightmare Yeah what just missed opportunity of casting he is he's l- so good. literally he's superman literally perfect but fucking ben affleck is, and he's a good I, actor i know you love ben affleck whatever i don't love is ben it, affleck I, you just stand him so hard every time <laughs> we're off or off mic dan it's just like man they really, squa- <laughs> actually, they they really, really squandered ben affleck's affleck. casting in batman and i'm like I, I don't see it dude but whatever if, if that's what you like <laughs> that's what you like but like you've got wonder woman probably best
1: I don't. Yes, i think definitely best
0: yeah wonder woman is it's like super super well gal gadot very well all. very well casted but then uh, also uh, henry cavill is as clark kent superman very well yes. casted
1: i like I, ezra miller as flash too honestly. i do not oh, i don't okay. think
0: he's a very good fucking barry allen at all mm. he's he's like he's like they should have casted him as spider-man he's good i i, I think, he's a, think he's too young i think he's i think he would be a good uh wally yeah, because he's like you know lighthearted, but Barry Allen's a bit more like he's saw, more like the grizzled vet. Yeah, I saw my mom die and shit. You yeah. know, I I'm a fucking big old fan of the CW Arrowverse trash. So, oh yeah, they should just they should fucking cast that Barry Allen. <laughs> I would shit my pants if like a, there was a major DC movie starring like the fucking three actors from that. Really, That would be so oh. funny because they're like they're good. I think they're fine actors. Are they? Yeah.
1: I mean they're fine for like that kind for, of for for CW TV. Yeah. All right. I, we're, we're, I like Ezra Miller.
0: We are widely off track. We are. Let's rein this bitch back in, Okay, man.
1: so we're talking about Rogozar. We're talking about
0: Rogozar, the greatest new villain Zod. since Nyx.
1: So there was the Phantom Zone, which is a...
0: God, Bendis is just making shit up. What is the Phantom Zone? That doesn't exist. <laughs> That's a joke. I'm going to wink, wink, nudge, nudge that one.
1: Uh, the Phantom viewers. Zone is a, like, how would you... A dimension that yeah, it's Superman a, throws it, all of his it, worst it, villains in so that they right. can...
0: It's purgatory uh, for villains.
1: Yeah, so that he doesn't have to kill them and so that they can still be removed from the DC universe, right? Like, hey,
0: I'm a good guy, so I'll throw you in this purgatory of which all joy is erased, yeah. and yeah. you will suffer for eternity.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so the Phantom Zone encompasses the Earth in this kind of in this arc. So, is it still though? I think so. Um, so they've got oh, God. Zod and they got that thing out of there. Rogozar, who's like the guy who supposedly claims to have actually killed krypton back he did in the day. yeah he did right we found that on supergirl did. see it's supergirl like, number
0: 27
1: yeah it's just like you know another like oh the real fate of krypton uh-huh. the planet revealed I, again I, in as, 2019 as dan
0: McHugh's explaining this i'm seeing dark bags starting to uh, uh, like form under his yeah. eyes he's just so tired it's just you're slowly becoming my local comic book shop guy <laughs> whatever none of this
1: matters I mean, Continue. It, it, so the Phantom Zone's open. Rogal czar is with Zod now, and they're both trying to fuck Superman to death, basically. Nice. And uh Superman is trying to share a moment with his son John Kent of yeah they're beating turn- people up and saving lives.
0: I I do. There's some dad. This is written by a dad, clearly. Like Brian Michael bennis has to have kids because he's like yeah. working through some like serious parenthood shit. In this, he's like, hey. Sure, this isn't ideal. I'm out in space. There's uh, three different warring factions trying to kill my dad. Yeah, uh, trying to kill my son's grandpa, who's right here. Let's try to turn this into a teachable moment. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah, the only downside is he also writes the children like a dad would yeah he, <laughs> like,
0: he writes he writes them like bart simpson and yeah the like Simpsons. Was, yeah, yeah uh, eat my shorts yeah
1: he, john kent bite me literally tells his grandpa to bite him at one point and then what was the other one that you said earlier it
0: was like is at the beginning when when john kent is like uh what the fuck does he say here stall real quick while i look it up
1: so okay no so, you're supposed to stall while i look it up oh yeah that's right so uh... <laughs> oh yeah
0: that's right i literally just said it <laughs> Dad, this is nuts. Dad, this is
1: nuts. That's what he says.
0: Like he he writes him <laughs> like a fucking kid in like like the fifties would talk. Yeah. Like, Hey, why don't you bite me, why old don't man?
1: You bite me, old grandpa. Why don't you
0: suck on these nuts? Dicks. Dicks? <laughs> That's, That's a- dicks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> why don't you suck on these dicks, grandpa? That's what the kids are saying nowadays. Yeah, and then they fucking. Ryan-
0: they just dab on him and, and say they dab, eat a lot.
1: Then they dab on him and floss on him, and then they right. eat away.
0: I want, I want like a like a, a nine panel grid of John Ken flossing, <laughs> flossing and then, on top of his grandpa, and then like every because fucking, he can fly, every fucking thing just being like yeet, <laughs> yeet, <laughs> yeet. Fucking fund it, man.
1: Yeah, That bend would it. Bend that this. That would be so unbelievable, and it would still be more believable than John Ken saying bite me in twenty nineteen. And this is
0: nuts. Yeah. And yes. this is nuts. <laughs> Do you remember the Do you remember the part in I think it was Man of Steel before um, he goes away with Superman's dad, where he's like burning his he's like trying to like destroy his porno stash.
1: Oh yeah, weird. That was weird. It was super weird. I thought that part was not as bad. I feel like he's gotten worse at writing John Ken as it's gone on.
0: Well, because well, now he's writing him as a
1: teenager, and he's like, Well, yeah. now, yeah, now, that's it. Now honestly. he's
0: not a now he's not a precious kid. You got to write him. What did the teens say? Bite me. Maybe he's this got, is nuts.
1: Maybe he's got a kid, but his kid is only like nine years old, so he's like, Ah. I don't know how to write teenagers yet. Just Fortnite,
0: there. Fortnite. That's all you have to do.
1: Bendis, I mean, Bendis has the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just <laughs> I wanted to explain that. Okay,
0: okay. You want to explain anything else? um You want to explain what you would give this book?
1: um Do you want to explain what happened? I Ooh. mean, not really. Let they, me just explain the last they page. Fight spread. Rogo, Zarin, yeah, they fight and yeah. Explain the last, last page. Spread. Oh yeah,
0: it was the, this did end very cool. Like Superman is getting his ass beat. and He's like, he's like, no. Especially all, after all this time apart, you know, I'm not just going to, like, fucking lay over and die here. Rogozar's kicking his ass. He's yeah. like, Rogozar pulls one up on him, and he's just like, you know what? This is our fucking moment. We're the House of L, and we have her. And then the last page spread is fucking Kara yeah. just boosting out of some shit. with a
1: Continuing. Fu- the Ugh. Bendis boner for Kara. Hey,
0: she's the fucking best, she man. She is the
1: best. I agree. She's the most compelling Kryptonian, in my opinion, so she... I'm glad to see her back. Here's and a... she beat the fuck out of Rogel's our last time, so yeah. I want to see her just destroy him.
0: But she just came off of the No More Rage thing, so I'm really sad we're probably not going to see her run him through with i think she might
1: still because she didn't have that much rage when she just like destroyed him the first time true so i i i'm hopeful that bendis will make her badass she if anyone if
0: anyone if anyone deserves to kill Rogalzar, it's her oh yeah because so this is why we like kara kara was not a baby when she was sent to earth she was like a fully formed like person 13 14 year old so she spent a good chunk of her time on Krypton. Yep. Unlike Clark, who has basically been like
1: Kara, aka Supergirl. Yeah. I don't so
0: Kara, Kara Zor-el. Clark Kent was raised as a human with just like super abilities, and like what person wouldn't want to defend their home planet, right? Yeah. Kara, the- Earth is not her home. It never was her home, right. but she does it just because it's like the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, but she's kind of conflicted about it because she doesn't really. She knows that she doesn't belong.
0: She knows she doesn't belong, but at the same time, she does feel bo- like belonging. Yeah.
1: She's like split between homes. Yeah,
0: it's it's just compelling. It's yeah. good. It's good character. It is. It's fun.
1: And I just love that they're making her more badass yes. than Superman in both this and the Supergirl um, comic that we've been reading. Yep. I don't know. They make her, because it, it makes sense that she'd be more badass, because Superman is like, you know, an oldish dude He's kind of, like, uh, older and more methodical, and he kind of plans things out, and she's a teenager, so she's more, like, fiery, emotional, and just, like, yeah. So it makes sense that she would, like...
0: I still think she's, like, college-age.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's like high school, college, somewhere around
0: there. Somewhere around there, she's younger, and yeah. that's because she got trapped in the Phantom Zone or something, right?
1: Something like that. Yeah,
0: so she was trapped inside know, of the works. Phantom Zone, and time goes slower there. So Clark Kent actually, like, even though she- he was a baby, when he- when they they were both like, so she was fourteen years older than him him when they both launched off of Krypton. Yeah, she got trapped somewhere where time goes slower. He aged and passed her, and now he's like m- probably mid thirties, where she's like early twenties, maybe. Yeah, that's what I had to guess. Yeah. What, did we rate it?
1: Um, we did not rate it. I thought it was pretty good, apart from the like John Ken stuff. The art was awesome. Yeah, it's I just raised... like Superman fighting super colorful aliens the whole time. Yeah, I'm just
0: glad that they have, and you you can I don't like. I'm just glad that. Uh, what am I thinking of here?
1: I still think this is pretty compelling, honestly. I like the setup for this, and even though I don't like the villains' roles are or uh, Zod. Zod,
0: though Zod was doing some weird shit in this, where he was like kind of beating up John, but not really. Do you notice no, that? Not really. really. he like he like kind of like he pushed him, but then when like John tried to step back, he just kind of pushed him again, but just kind of kept his hand on him. Mm. He didn't like he didn't punch him or anything like that. And then he was like looking over his shoulder as like yeah. Superman was talking. I don't know. There's something something going on there.
1: But I like a good I like a good brawl. Yep between like a bunch of kryptonians and a bunch of non-kryptonians so i I think it's a good time i would give it a four out of five the art was also real incredible which we didn't talk about but too much but it's yeah it's real real good yeah
0: ivan reyes does this kind of like real um he does a very good superman yeah like the, the chin Yeah. The chin on that shit. But also just, like,
1: the outer space kind of stuff. The aliens and, like, the spaceships. Yeah, he does
0: those two things very well. He does, like, a very good, like, classical, heroic Superman, but then Mm -hmm. also, like, weird alien shit and action. He does action very well. Yeah. And big shout-out to the colors, um, Alex Sinclair, because, like, he really makes that shit pop. Yeah, for sure. It just seems spacey and otherworldly, you know?
1: Yep, and super bright and colorful. All the things that I like best about Superman, they are doing with... uh, the art and the setting and everything so i can't complain too much very cool yep
0: very cool i think i would give it a three and a half out of five i would
1: give it a solid four you already said that yeah
0: we're just gonna i would give it a three and a
1: half i would give it a solid four four. nice i I read your mind on that one wonderful
0: uh and last up for this week's regular ass books we've got naomi naomi number five written again by brian michael bendis this time with art by jamal campbell Uh, And then, so art and colors and inks and all that stuff is done by Jamal Campbell. And then Wes Abbott is on the letters. Um, We have not been reading Naomi uh we i did a couple weeks ago pull Naomi number 1 and then this week we uh, Naomi you number it 5 for
1: the money though you fucking chill I
0: didn't put it in for the money cuz i haven't i haven't sold it and, and, and it's if, worth
1: like 150 bucks or something right I think so yeah um
0: and also if i did it for the money it would be i wouldn't have let your grubby ass fucking Dor- <laughs> dorito hands touch it and True. it would be in
1: like a sleeve and board right now yeah, so yeah yeah, yeah. It's
0: even got a sticker on it bish yeah yeah. So do you want to talk about Naomi number five?
1: Yeah, so uh yeah, we read number one and number five this week. Uh yep. and they were both pretty cool. They're and fucking great. They were yeah, they were really good. Honestly, the I know we've talked about the art a good amount hey, today, you, but
0: it's half the fucking comic book, dude.
1: It is, dude. but <laughs> why did I say that? It's 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 hard to state like oh, I don't know. I find it hard to harder to critique art like hard in a way about. that yeah, it's, it's hard, to hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about
0: intelligently. About. Yeah, because
1: it's like it's something you see, you know, it's it's harder to describe maybe. But uh, well,
0: yeah, I mean, I feel like the more we read comics, it's, it's like anything, right? Like, yeah, when I try to explain to the taste of beer, I feel the same way trying to explain art. I'm like, it tastes good. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't like it.
1: Yep. But uh out of all of the pretty good art that we've had this week. This is by far the best, and in my opinion, I'm
0: shook because I think Aquaman's better. I don't think it's really? by far. I don't think. I think this is very good. I don't think it's by far better than Aquaman,
1: though. I think that uh, past issues of Aquaman may have beaten this for me, but I think the current issue. I'm just I thought of, this was better. I'm
0: just thinking about that double page spread of the shark mouth. Yeah, and that was really cool. Ew, fuck me.
1: But honestly, I thought that that was uh, like. That was definitely the high note, and all the others were really good. Like all oh, the rest of the comic was really good, but it never really reached the rest of that high note. But this was like, I don't know. This I haven't really seen art like this before. I feel it's like. very
0: it's a it's a it's a unique style, and, and the paneling yeah. and
1: everything, the arrangement, everything yeah. looks very different. I yep. it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what they're doing with it, but it's fucking incredible, and the fact that it's all done by one dude is appalling like appalling it's like he should not be that talented yeah
0: um so to set the stage a little bit this is this is based in a small town somewhere you can assume it's some kind of flyover state right Mm -hmm. uh where this young this young adopted girl named naomi lives and the only remarkable thing that's happened to them in the past 50 years is that Superman was there fighting a guy for about 17 seconds, right?
1: Yep. And that was drawn. Oh, that was yeah, so, so good. So good. And, that's and an issue, issue one. one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and so there's a, there's a whole thing where she become, starts to become kind of obsessed with, with it. And she's kind of talking with her therapist. And uh, she kind of gives like a little jab being like, oh, what, you think I have the Superman complex? I want to be Superman. She's like, no, it's because he's adopted and you're adopted. And yeah. You want to feel special. Yeah, And the end of issue one opens up with her uh, talking to somebody in a uh, garage about a supposed other time that something happened in this small town where nothing um, yeah. remarkable happens. And it's just so happened to be the exact day that she was adopted.
1: Yeah. So um, we picked a great time to we jump did. into this, really I did. think, because this, this entire issue filled in basically her entire backstory. And yep. it seems like everything leading up to this was more a mystery about well we she we know that she's special somehow but we don't know why maybe i don't know um what happened for the last four issues but this one is all about all the mysteries are revealed this is what her backstory is yeah. so that was really useful i think we did a great job jared i think you did a great job pulling both of these yeah thank you and uh yeah so basically what it is she's oh, like a, she's like a, a basically
0: a, another superman right she's the daughter of an yeah. alien that's been stranded on earth right and it, but it, this it's is from an alternate... alternate
1: universe earth right where there were 29 people well okay this is this is kind of complicated this is a little
0: we don't yeah this is a little granular
1: yep uh, so we do max special i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get too <laughs> deep into it but... but there
0: are 29 individuals yes <laughs>
1: good point but okay we have to go into it a little bit though i just love it dude so there's a parallel universe where Uh the uh what is it the atmosphere erodes they called it a crisis which is
0: something that they use in dc a lot
1: it seems like a thing where it, it was like basically, kind of a some, stand in for global warming or something.
0: Yeah, they were they were ignoring the signs and then one day there was like a brief crack in like the magnetosphere and some radiation leaked in and Yeah, turned a bunch 20. of
1: radiation leaked in and turned people at 29 people into superheroes. It's the
0: exact storyline of The Flash with the fucking metahumans.
1: It's it's basically oh, okay. that, right? I don't know it is if you say so i believe you cool so some of the man's hubris some of the 29 superheroes left earth some of them stayed some of them uh were and like one of them was super evil and was going to death row before he <laughs> got superpowers so he just uh, fate so is you a can, cruel mistress so you can guess which one's Which one's coming back into Naomi's universe. So then at at the end of this, in the new Earth, the new parallel universe that she lives in and has lived in, uh, she discovers that she's been raised by an adopted alien. And there's also another alien. That's what's so
0: confusing is like she's a different kind of alien. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh,
1: So one thing to talk
0: about and probably why this is uh, issue number one is so expensive. Mm hmm. Uh, speculators bought this thing up and they're pretty sure that Naomi's going to be like she's like one of the newest dc heroes introduced that like yeah has some actual weight to her right it's written yeah. written by bendis yep. bendis has created jessica jones right yep. yep so
1: and miles morales right
0: yep jessica jones miles morales and i think he may have created one other so he's got a pretty yeah. good fucking he's track got a record a good rap mm-hmm. sheet
1: and uh and hey, hey. And sh- this she's is good. good. Yeah,
0: she's real good. Like, Bendis was starting to stagnate a little bit over at Marvel, and I have just fucking... So, he's this, been great since he's come to DC. That's what you got to do sometimes. I feel like as a creative person, you know, yeah. it's just like the Tom King thing. You just need yeah. to get... You you need to get dug up from your little get out trench, of that rut. and you just need to get planted in a little pot so that yeah. you can you can bloom again. You know, yeah, you're like yeah. an iris. Yeah,
1: he's been great, and this has been really my only exposure to Bendis. I knew that he made those other characters. I haven't read any of it, yeah. um, but I love all of his DC stuff. It's by far the like. Oh man, well and yeah, not the best because like "Heroes in Crisis" is also out there in Wonder Twins, but it's it's like so good, it's so good, and he does so much of it in the Wonder Comics, all of it. It's DC just... is
0: like really hitting a stride this year, I feel like, and yeah. if Leviathan, if the the whole Leviathan event pays off, I don't give a shit about Year of the Villain as much, yeah, but if Leviathan pays off, it's gonna be pretty fucking good, yeah yeah I agree
1: good Good on you DC Um, so yeah this has been really good I, I would like to pull more of this and I'm curious to see where it goes cool what would you rate it I would give this
0: one a five out of five. It's really exciting to see like a new superhero pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she's she's really she's
1: really likable. And they give this a good amount of weight where it's like, yeah, I could see this being a superhero that like has a universe that can sustain itself for a very long time.
0: Right. It doesn't feel like just like a throwaway new superhero. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one thing. I think what's cool about this is that they introduced her in her own solo series. Yeah. It's not like they introduced her in like. Yeah, that's true. Aquaman number 68, you better pull this one because there's a yeah. brand new superhero. You yeah. know, you never yeah. know when this shit's going to really blow up. Yeah. But this is yeah. cool. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: I would give it a... I said five, right?
1: Uh, yeah, you said five. I'll give it a... I'll give it, give it a five, it a five out yeah, of five. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah,
0: so see How much like you were just braving
1: about it. Yeah, it's true.
0: Okay, ladies and Break gentlemen. Time. Break time. We're our, our, our cups are feeling a little light. We got the bargains to talk about and then next week's pull list. So Correct. you just... Sit tight, and uh, we'll get back to you. Which beer we decided to fill our second cup up on? Yep. I have a feeling we're going to disagree. Yeah, I don't know. So stay on the edge
1: of your seats, ladies and gentlemen. The bands. Welcome back. Welcome the
0: fuck back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between. We're um, we're loaded with beer. Yeah. And we're ready to d- dabble in. We're ready to dig deep. We're ready to get on all fours, you know, crawl underneath, like,
1: a dusty desk. A dusty and just, table. And just
0: pull, like, out of, like... A, you like haven't a f-
1: vacuumed under there in know. weeks. No, there's dust
0: bunnies. There's, like, old, like, like chicken bones from a rotisserie from 2014, you Vacuum know? Vacuum
1: under your tables, folks.
0: And we're ready to pull. Go, just go bobbing for these bargain bins. Just yep. There's the one rule is that Sean has to stand behind me with a pit bull <laughs> and then watch me on all fours just <laughs> dig the fucking... <laughs> dig the books out with my with my mouth
1: while he sweats from his brow right
0: that i mean he i haven't seen any other people do it and he <laughs> said he says everyone's allowed to but i don't know it just seems the more i think about it the more it's starting to feel like it's a little bit um you something get these, Jerry. Yeah. no this i think there's something i think there's an, a horny anime book <laughs> at the back it's way back there <laughs> You gotta dig real deep for it. <laughs> Speaking of digging real deep, we do have some pretty good uh, bargain bins this week. We I would say least for one really good one. As far as bargain bins go, these are pretty interesting and cool. We've got DC Wasteland number ten. Uh, DC Wasteland. Was this weird thing that happened in like the 80s or the 90s, where yeah. they, DC was kind of showcasing
1: these weird horror comics, it's like DC trying to make indie comics? They were trying to like cash in on that indie comic. Well, movie.
0: and at the time, I think Marvel horror comics were really popular as oh, okay. well, so they were yeah. trying to trying to do their Paid own their
1: own way. Right. I like these too. This like, one was pretty part. good. And the last
0: the last DC Wasteland had a it very was. interesting.
1: It had several. Va- they yes. were all good, but yeah, one of them was a Donald Trump origin story. So obviously. That one takes the cake. Yeah, obviously
0: that one takes the cake. Uh, We also have the Epsilon number five, also good. And then we have Hero 2 Squared or Hero Squared, probably. We're not sure. I I grabbed it because it was autographed. Uh, The cover has been autographed by Joe Abraham himself and uh, has found its way to my local comic book shop free for free book so that's a that's so sad that's a fucking tragedy of two parts yeah on that one uh so we can start i think we should start with epsilon i want to say let's start with yeah. epsilon dan uh do you want do you want to try this one
1: <sighs> no i don't okay
0: then i'll try it um there's a man who's waking up uh naked and there's dead people knocking out the door there's a pretty good panel where this his old partner or something like that is back from the dead and uh, he's like, join me, Billy. And then he just kills him again. And he's like, I killed him. I killed him again. I guess I'm going to have to find out. As Lone Star and his like superhero outfit yep. is like the Texas flag. It's oh. pretty bad. It's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. There's a really good part where um, a kid answers the door and his dead mom is there. And he's like, look, yeah. dad, it's mom. And dad yeah. is like, Brenda, is that really <laughs> you? And then she's like, Yes. Join me! <laughs> and then snaps his deck. That was pretty cool. But the rest of this was pretty unremarkable. Yeah, some true. Some
1: horrendous art. They took over, like, uh, Texas... What was it? Some big stadium in Texas for... Probably uh, the
0: Cowboy Stadium.
1: No, uh, it was something else, but... It, it was probably the Cowboy Stadium. Okay, it was probably the Cowboys Stadium. <clears throat> and Texas
0: Stadium. The Earth. The air thick with darkness broadcast the evil dream master from his launched corpses and the attended plots to stalk this darkness. So they had like the big like the cult they, will dominate.
1: they had like the big cult master summoning zombies in like this big Texas football stadium.
0: Yeah, uh and the cult master looks like Mar- like classic Ma- Martian Manhunter cape uh, but like being worn on like the sw- not the swamp thing but the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty bad.
1: Yeah, it's it's v bad.
0: Yeah, this was unremarkable. I did like the lady, uh, the robot lady. Yeah, I like
1: the corpses at the start.
0: Yep, and the robot lady riding on like the unicorn. Uh huh. That was kind of weird and sort of neat. I definitely hated Lone Star. He's got a mullet and yeah, he's wearing a he's Texas terrible. flag. He's terrible. Um. So yeah, this was this is bad, but like, at least it didn't waste my it fucking time. It had its time. moments. Yeah, like the like when he sees that rotting corpse and he's just like, what. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that, yeah that that was the best part. He sees his friend at the beginning and, like, dead at the door, and he's just like, what? And then, uh, <laughs> what? what did I say after that? Oh, yeah, I killed him. Again. No, he he slammed the door on his rotting corpse uh, partner, and he says, you're dead. Leave me alone. You're dead. <laughs> Leave me
0: alone. I mean, dude, same. Like, who hasn't been there, right? Yeah, yeah. Who hasn't been there? True. Um, so that one... Real brief, I guess. We're just not going to talk about it a whole lot. Uh, this, <laughs> We're also not going to talk about this one a whole lot. This was nope. Hero Squared, Hero 2 Squared, autographed by uh, Joe Abraham. Yep. The legend well, himself. Well, uh, as far as I can this tell... This was pretty bad. As far as I can tell, this is about a guy who is unremarkable and then his like alternate universe self who's a superhero. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's dating a girl, and it's like all the wacky hijinks that happen when you're stuck in an apartment with your superhero self, right?
1: Yep. Is that kind of what's going on? And um, then also, the alternate universe version of the girlfriend is the super villain.
0: right? That's the that's the plot point, right? That
1: is the plot point. So
0: the girlfriend is like, she's like, you know, so this is from 2005, and you can tell because they draw the girl wearing low-rise jeans, and yep. I feel like I haven't seen girls wear low-rise jeans since about 2005. Yeah, that's so that's right makes some sense um this dude is just like a comic book author's self-insert he's like this like scrubby skinny dude yeah. with like facial like scruffy facial hair but like a super hot girlfriend yep, yep. and who, of course
1: who just like talks sense into him and supports everything he does even though he's a scrub and then she
0: doesn't have any like personality outside yeah, of just being like supportive completely.
1: to him he gets raptured Nothing. away,
0: I th- I think mistaken for his superhero self, and then meets up with a dominatrix alternate universe version of his girlfriend, yeah. who's got just you know you can imagine what she's wearing. Yeah. And his mouth drops open, great. and she just says, "Now don't just stop be gaping. Ugh, it's, it's bad. It's bad." The last panel is his girlfriend in her underwear on bed, turning uh, his portrait face down for a reason reason. a reason that we literally tried to figure out
1: because he was she was like so supportive of him and it's like i love you like on the way out and stuff but now like you know because they have to manufacture drama is what i'm guessing she's mad at him for some she's reason. She's mad at
0: him because he's gone, presumably, but, like, yeah. she said goodbye to him, and, like, it's not like they were yeah. like, you need... It's not like they even set it up, like, hey, this... No. W- you, you need to come out of this date with me tonight. No, like, yeah. This is yeah. super important, and, like, you show, like, one or two panels of her just sitting, you know, him getting into some wacky hijink, staring at his, like, alternate girlfriend's boobs or something yep. while she's sitting alone in a cafe, but it's, they don't do that. Nope. So... Nope. Um, I, I don't know. That's all
1: I have to say about it.
0: I just love that this was signed. That's the reason why I pulled it, because I was like, this is, this is a sad story. That is
1: so sad to me. For yeah. For reasons I can't really articulate. It's, it's just like, like...
0: It's like actually signed.
1: It's, it's like, like someone someone initially cared about this enough to get it signed by the That's why it's author. a tragedy
0: of two parts, an author and the artist. Yeah. Two people yeah. signed that. So somebody like...
1: Well, uh, and the person who had it signed, which... Well, maybe yeah. they just signed it independently, maybe did, but maybe someone it. brought it to them to sign... And then decided that it was trash enough to give away. And then the person he gave it away to... Holy shit. What happens if that was you like... it to for free.
0: What happens if that book... Was like Hero Squared's biggest number one fan, yeah. But he sold it because he like needed to like pay for his like his dog's surgery or something.
1: I don't think he would have been able to recoup those costs. Yeah, but he Hero like Squared. he like got all he
0: like got all of his comics <laughs> and he walked. I mean, <laughs> yeah. even Hero Squared, the signed copy by Joe Abraham,
1: and then the pawn shop guy was like, "I'll give you, a I'll, nickel. Give you a, I'll give you, I'll
0: give you fifty cents for the entire." I, I'm like trying to run a, a single tier, yeah. but he did it anyway. I'm trying to, I'm trying to run a business here.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. All
0: right, V sad, V sad. Next up, we have got DC Wasteland, and for those of you who don't know, DC the Wasteland is like, yeah, it's a coup de gras. It, it it's like a three. It's got three stories in one comic book. So Dan, I'm gonna let you take. I'm gonna let you take the first one. All right, you yeah, like this me, one?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. The these are all good, and yeah, like we said, the last one was also really good. Or the last like, okay, the last
0: the last one we reviewed had a Donald Trump origin story, yep. a story about a man who waited for a, a cocoon to hatch for like. Six months, like, lost his job, gained a bunch of weight, almost died of like a heart disease, and then it hatched into a bug lady who fucked him and died. Yeah. And then I don't remember what the third one is. Oh, it was a weird one about a writer.
1: Yeah. And I think he killed himself or something. He did kill himself
0: because, like, he was like, he didn't have any talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was actually super. Then they talk about him. Then they talk about him about how he. Diner. Yeah. And about how he's a talentless hack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> one was dark. rough
1: that one was a rough and one and then it that. was the Donald Trump origin yeah. story about him embracing his demons it no learning to demons, learning right? to him
0: to be, be be a cat to be a predator yeah to be that, an apex predator yeah, yeah. oh man that was the, awful. the comic- and these were from like 80s right
1: it, so, it, it's yeah. from like 89 I think yes. that was and it was a Donald Trump origin story and we read it like talking about eight, you know months, months after he was elected but it was like
0: <laughs> there's something I I feel like there's something poignant about like okay we all know the quote right Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 famous Donald Trump quote, but I think there's something very poignant about a cat demon yeah. telling him to be a predator. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Or not poin- not poignant, but like fucking. F- what do you, foresh- foreboding some foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah some like like 100%. i don't know some clairvoyance there. i don't know somebody somebody took some acid yeah. and then like saw into the future that's all i'm gonna say that yeah. happened there
1: so i feel like i forgot what this comic was going to be but then i went into it i'm like oh yeah oh yeah the it's fir- this kind of comic that's what it is so like he goes there's this asshole dude i think it's set in africa yeah and uh he goes out with this his... dude is
0: a real shitter
1: he's the worst he's like
0: the worst ladies you can do so much better than this guy
1: he's yeah low bars set low bars and you'll achieve them this yep. guy goes out with his pregnant wife to hunt for food in a tree uh food he... is
0: very scarce they're in a famine right now right? yep
1: and they find a tree with like a bunch of fruit that has a skull on it so he's he first he yells at his wife to go climb up the tree
0: to get him the fruit to get
1: him the fruit she's pregnant she says i can't do it i'm pregnant and he's like all right i'll go up
0: but you can't have any
1: but you can't have any so he like knocks down the fruit he's like did you eat some fruit and she's like no i didn't eat any fruit and then he kills her
0: (laughs) why does he kill her
1: uh because he thinks she's lying about eating oh sure yeah and uh then the, buries he, her and then buries her and then her undead child comes alive and follows him
0: and keeps saying the same keeps, shit over yeah, and over again he it's he really saying, scary father
1: where are you where's mother or yeah where's my mother dead in the grave i'm your child the unborn undying wait for me father i come <laughs> and he understandably freaks out runs back as he would yes and then he uh, kills the undead child, smashes it with a rock, and impales it. My favorite
0: then... part is this whole quest is he's going to his mother-in-law's house.
1: Yeah, and then after that, he goes back yeah. to his mother-in-law's house and drinks beer with his like brother-in-law and uh, his in-law's family. But then the child finds him again, and then they all murder him.
0: Then they all murder him because they knew?
1: Uh, yeah, that's my impression. It's like, well, they were kind of possessed too it looks by the
0: by the creature
1: i'm not really clear on that but uh but yeah they said you have killed my child you would kill your child it's better we kill you so i think they knew what's what was going on because they listened to the demon child
0: right that's what my impression was is that they they knew that it happened and that like yeah i don't know yeah it was weird
1: yeah, it was weird. And then there was the Lovecraft. Let me do this one, one next. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then and then you can take the mm-hmm. you can take the last one. So next up was a HP uh, Lovecraft story. Yep. Which is super weird. Um, that basically imply implied that all of HG Lovecraft's and I don't know if this is H G Lovecraft H G. Wells, Lovecraftian. <laughs> uh, I didn't actually like connect that it was Lovecraft until he said the name Lovecraft, and I was like, Oh, uh-huh. they're referencing Lovecraft and then I was like, Oh no, this is HP Lovecraft. Yeah. Um but this basically implies that all of HP Lovecraft's work is based on his deep seated fear that he would contract syphilis.
1: Yeah, he was a hypochondriac, at least in this. I don't know if I have no idea if that's, if that's true accurate or not. or not, but in this he was a hypochondriac and he was saying that. So he he's had his
0: biggest his biggest fear is that he's going to lose his mind, right? He's he's going to lose the the spark of creativity and things that make him him when he when he dies of syphilis because he for some reason they think that's congenital and I don't know if that's a thing did they think that um, syphilis was like familial
1: I don't know they he probably said, didn't know anything about he it he
0: says the phrase I'm pretty sure he says the phrase familial syphilis which yeah. is like the only way you get syphilis is by fucking right you know what I mean fucking yep. people yep. and it's a bacterial infection um there's some really great panels oh yeah. The monster's name is Syphilis. That's you know that's one. A, that's a pretty good one. Yep. And then he he reveals to his young um, kind of underling protege type person, uh, and he's super stoked about it that he's actually just dying of cancer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's he very so he's very it. excited. He's he he was so worried he was going to contract syphilis, um, that he got excited that he was dying of cancer. <laughs> the, the, the The greatest irony there is that like you can't contract syphilis. You know, you don't, you don't right. it's not familial. You'll not just, right. you don't just get it. You There's a certain pattern of behavior you have to follow in order to contract syphilis, right. typically. Uh, and there's also the implication that, like, all of the demons and the the mind flares and everything that came out of the the horrors and the cosmic horror and losing one's sanity I guess, like, is making some sense. I don't know if it's true or not, was born out of this, this deep-seated fear that he would contract syphilis. Yeah. I don't know if that's accurate, but it does make a little bit of sense, right? Yeah. Uh, the losing of one's mind and yeah. the, the, the loss of the loss of touch with reality and stuff. Um so this was pretty cool. Uh and then he
1: just And yeah, had some great panels.
0: And then he just dies uh he just dies of cancer and he And that's th- the end of it. The last the last line is him saying I am Providence and the last panel is a um nurse covering his body and it says Dedicated to Frank Belknap Long, the poet, there's glory in the autumn world. Del Close, February seventeenth, nineteen eighty eight, Chicago.
1: Yeah. This was
0: actually kind of cool. Yeah, I it I was, was pretty cool. It was kind of it was this interesting weird indie DC yeah. comic that like they don't make right now, yep, you know. So Totally. Kind of kind of nifty. There's a bunch of these in in the comic book shop. I'm thinking about just grabbing a bunch yeah. and just keeping them just in the in the back on pocket. standby, yeah, in the back pocket, as it were. Yeah,
1: that wouldn't be a bad idea.
0: Uh, so this is the last one. Danny Mac's going to talk to you about.
1: Yeah, the last one. This, this one. This is fucking too. Black
0: Mirror shit.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was so basically, it starts out like the Truman Show. There are these aliens that have a human man who, yeah, is flesh and blood, and he is walking about his life, and they're constantly constructing these uh, set pieces and these robots uh, to be the other actors in his life and, uh, yeah, to be, like, where he lives and stuff. Um, but things kind of keep going wrong and you can... It's it's pretty well drawn, I think. Cause, yeah, like, I think it's pretty cool. It, it shows the setting. Like, here it's got the bar and then it's also got the aliens on the other side of yeah, the wall I, I turning like a bunch of knobs I, I and like doing a bunch lot, of, yeah. like, labor stuff to make sure that the set piece is going.
0: Everything. The, the machinations are at work.
1: But, uh, yeah, there's one point where... A woman's, one of the robots' faces fall off, and he's like, Jesus, my brain's coming unglued. So then he goes home, and then the way it ends, which I thought was pretty awesome, actually. It was pretty good, yeah. uh, So his wife is at home um and she and they have a child together but the child is apparently a robot she's like burping the child and, and the baby's face, face falls, falls off yeah. so she freaks the fuck out
0: and thinks everyone else is a robot
1: And thinks everyone else yeah. is a robot so she sees her husband come home like the one person who isn't a robot in this universe and she's convinced he's a robot and shoots him to death and then she yeah, and then she's she shoots, the robot and then she shoots herself and blows out her brain full of robot parts so yeah. it's like a huge mind fuck. Cause like at that point, yeah, it's it's okay. So I guess they matched him up with the with a lady human, and then but nope, it's uh, she's a robot the whole time. I was and kind the of aliens were pissed off about it, <laughs> and
0: something about their union, their fucking weird alien union. Yeah, yeah. What is the end? Here is my biggest conceit. Like the, the the central conceit of this is like to what end? Like why why erect this like gigantic construction, this false reality to just torture this guy?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's like Truman Show. Maybe it's a uh, entertainment reality or TV. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're talking. They keep talking about their union, which yeah. made me,
1: which made me laugh. Yeah, it was bit. kind of funny. The aliens yeah. all had a union. So with that, unions are hilarious. Unions Ooh. are funny, right?
0: Workers organizing to get better rights and compensation. A thing of the
1: past in Wisconsin. A thing of the past. An archaic. Yeah, you know, Institution. I, I, I for one embrace our new corporate overlords. Me too. I'm ready to work as young as nine years old. Personally, exactly. Let's um, get it done.
0: Yeah, so that was it for the books. Yeah, this that's week. about it. Let's uh, let's move wrap this on. let's wrap this show up, and we'll talk about the pull list for next week. What we're very excited about. I'll just run through all the books. It's a kind of light week. Yeah, only two from Marvel, and we got five from DC. So next week we've got uh, from Marvel Age of X Men, Amazing Nightcrawler number four, and Venom number fourteen. Uh, from DC side, we've got Action Comics number one thousand eleven, Justice League Dark number eleven, Dial H for Hero number three. Wonder Woman, number 71, and The Terrifics, number 16. Dan, which ones are you the most excited What about?
1: am I excited for? I'm excited for Venom 14. That's been a consistently good series. I'm also excited for Dial H for Hero, number three. We missed number two, but I liked the first one at least enough to...
0: I do not know how we missed number two.
1: Yeah, me neither. At least enough to uh, know where it's going. I'm yeah. curious. Uh, I want to see if I'm they brought the monster it. truck guy. But, yeah, me yeah. too. Um. So yeah, kind of a bummer we missed the second one, but I'm sure we'll be able to catch up pretty quick. It didn't yep. seem like a very plot intensive comic at right. first, at least. So I'm sure we'll jump right in. What about you?
0: I'm excited for uh, Nightcrawler. We haven't read any of that, but I just love the um, Age of X-Men event so much. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to get some more context. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like Nightcrawler, the
1: Age of X-Men event comic next week, yep. right? So, so we I gotta... feel okay pulling it. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? So Nightcrawler is in the uh, Uncanny X-Men. He doesn't yeah. have a huge part, presumably because he has his own series. Right. Not super stoked for Venom number fourteen. I wonder if they're going to tie that into War of the Realms. Oh, I hope not. Well, I think they they have to, right? Because the symbiote has been captured by Malekith and yeah, Eddie but they Brock could just has Ignore been. it because it's so trash. It's so then, what is going to be like Eddie Brock by himself?
1: Yeah, probably. Yuck! That ah, sounds yeah, that's boring bad as too. shit. Yeah, that's bad exactly. Too. But maybe they'll just ignore it completely and have Eddie Brock by himself. Yeah, maybe and they'll just... Venom by himself. Sure. And then just, yeah, just not... Prelude to the War of the Realms. Yeah, it's like, oh, this happened before, so right. we don't have to deal with this this convoluted bullshit.
0: It's, it's so wild to me that, like, War of the Realms is, like, as kind of...
1: <sighs> Bad?
0: <laughs> not super fun to read as it is, because no. um, Jason Aaron's, like, a really good writer.
1: And the thor like our like the thor issues leading up to war of the realms were, were some of the best yeah like him and odin and him and right. his mom that stuff was so good but
0: like when it when it came to actual event time it's almost like marvel was like hey this is our phase yeah four yeah you know in 30 years uh when people are you know, watching <laughs> Marvel movies that they're going to know these characters. Yeah. I we needed you to fit all of them in, oh you know, my God. that's what it really felt like. And maybe I'm being like super cynical. I don't know. But when I, re- when I read stuff like, like war of the realms, I'm like, wow, this is really just, um, fodder for like yeah. 30 years down the line. Marvel to use in a movie. Yep. Uh, at some point, you know? Yep. Whereas like the, the, the things that are a bit more of a deft touch, like, um, guardians of the galaxy, mm-hmm. that's like something that's going to end up being like, Basis of like a very good sort of overarching thing where it's like, it's like the things that aren't supposed to be. This seems, War of the Realm seems manufactured, it seems very much like yeah, assembly line. Sure. You gotta they're get soulless. That's why there's so many characters and so many teams. Yeah. It's like you can see the franchises that they're yeah. trying to rip out of it, and you're just yeah. like, eh, like Savage
1: Avengers,
0: less than Savage Avengers. Your friendly adventures and Daredevil you're,
1: the Heimdall. Yeah, your your core guy. your core
0: adventures, and you're just like, ay, g- ay, I don't Let's want get that. it out of there. So to just uh finish this point, not super excited for Defendum number fourteen. However, I am excited for Action Comics number one thousand eleven. I'm I've been pretty stoked on this Leviathan thing. You missed one ten. That was what uh, me and Adam did.
1: Oh yeah, I've yep. still got that at my house. So I will read that.
0: Uh, Justice League Dark number eleven. I'm excited just because like I feel like we haven't seen one of these in a long time. So I want to ch- I want to just check in. I really like Justice League Dark in terms of the team. It's got like all the the magic and stuff of the DC yeah. universe. You got Constantine, Zatanna, Zatana. Man Bat, which is yep. fucking great. Bobo the Chip, Bobo the. Chip. Swamp, swamp thing and i feel like we're missing one other person wonder
1: woman yes yeah
0: wonder woman yes. so pretty good uh also excited for wonder woman number 71 and yeah
1: yeah that was that mo- was good last time.
0: moderately excited for dial h for hero and the terrifics and venom you know i wouldn't i wouldn't purchase something if i wasn't like at least slightly interested mm-hmm. in it
1: right so yeah unless it's a light week like this one
0: yeah but we still didn't even get mr and mrs x you know yeah i, I thought i thought about it you but thought about it and hey we still might
1: yeah, if you want something to fight about, because it's probably going to be bad.
0: But, but you like okay. That's the thing though. Is like you like Kelly Thompson. I
1: know you do. Probably. Yeah. So
0: you buy. You might like it. You do. You what just not. She like do. The, she did West Coast Avengers. Oh yeah, that was really good. So like out of all of Kelly Thompson, so she's writing three books right now. Uh, she's writing Sabrina, which came out this week, but we haven't been pulling it. Um.
1: I think I just hated the uh, setup to Mister and Mrs. X because it was like it was all birthed out of that like botched wedding. And, yeah, but we uh,
0: we I think we only read issue one and yeah, and then there was a the whole fucking funny there thing where Deadpool like Deadpool thing, yeah, Deadpool just like showed up at the end to ruin the honeymoon, which is great. I think that's funny.
1: Yeah, and they were like yeah. fighting over a dragon egg or something. I don't know.
0: The, yeah, they were trying to get the dragon egg, and inside of it was Rogue. Like a naked, a yeah. naked rogue, and Deadpool was like, "Wow, Mama, two of them." Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Nah. You're sneering right now. Not into it. It's very tongue in cheek, though.
1: I guess we'll find out. I do like her, so maybe, maybe I was, maybe I was in. You know, the this wrong.
0: L- sometimes the lamb is indeed astray. So <laughs> that's how it goes, right? Uh, the lambs sure. have been led astray.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: So you have been you are a stray,
1: And you're just going to guide me back to my pasture. That's right. You? I'm a Uncle shepherd. Gary. I'm going to I'm yeah. going to I got my little hook in this analogy. I got my
0: little hook and I'm just going to guide you back to where the fun comics
1: are. By putting your hook around you're my like, neck and forcing you to do it.
0: Jerry, wouldn't you love to read scott snyder's new hit <laughs> uh, the dark the dark, batman who the dark laughs. the bat darkness of dark where the, they wear their each other's skins over <laughs> their bodies it's really good you should check it's it out
1: really good it really gets to the heart of what it would be like if batman really stripped the skin off the joker and wore it as a suit
0: you should just keep going with this <laughs> oh
1: damn i thought you were gonna keep going oh no that was it
0: okay well speaking of that was it this has been That's another been issue of Craft Comics issue episode. I always say issue.
1: Yeah, you do.
0: We could call it issues because it's comics. It's also, funny. we
1: didn't talk about which beer that we pulled. Oh, second. Oh, you're
0: smart. You're smart. You're smart. I even thought about that. Like as yeah. we were talking about DC Wasteland, but then I, I, we ended up going for well, I went. I ended up going for Big Doinks. You know, because I I love the memes. He loves the memes. I'm a meme queen,
1: and I picked Eyinger because I like it better. Yep. <laughs> That's about it.
0: I like it better. You know what? I like that.
1: Yeah. And I like you.
0: And I like you, too.
1: And I like this podcast. I love this podcast. It's so fun.
0: Hey, honest to God, this is the uh, highlight of my week. I, I think it's super fun. Ever, uh, doing it and then you know my favorite thing is like checking the Podbean downloads and seeing all you guys downloading this shit yeah. it's just fucking
1: amazing it's just nice it's just a nice feeling
0: uh before we sign out i feel like we should do some shout outs we're on social We're we give them the socials we're on instagram right now yep what, what's it is it craft comics on instagram
1: yeah craft period comics
0: craft period comics on instagram we'll on be twitter
1: and those thumbnails from uh yeah all the from, all the good ass all the looks. good stuff um
0: on twitter we are comics underscore craft and then you can find us on Patreon. Just Google uh, Patreon Craft Comics, and we'll be there. Uh, no, no pressure to contribute to Patreon at all. We just threw it up there because a couple people were like, "Oh, you know, hey, you should try doing that." So, a couple
1: people being you and Adam. It was just actually just Adam. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think
0: we should do it, and he's like, No, you should do it. You don't know, and I was like, Okay, man, eh, whatever. I'm just gonna do it. You know what I mean? So, no pressure if you don't want to do that. But hey, it's out there. If you want to support the podcast,
1: but Twitter, right? Did he say Twitter? I did. Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh,
0: comics underscore craft.
1: Yep yep at twitter.com
0: uh so this has been another issue episode of, of no it's issue i'm gonna call it issue <laughs> this has been another issue right. of craft comics number 14 i have been Jarrett moore
1: i am daniel mcintyre
0: danny mack eternal uh and we are signing off by have a, a great, great day, day.